Hulk Shoes. Recorded live. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the SFL with your hosts, Ed Big Dog Ritter and Doug Joker Bugs. Get ready to hear from special guests and get the latest news, stats, team reports, and all things SFL. Ed and Doug bring their unique style and humor to every show. So get ready, call in, participate in the chat. We are ready to get inside the SFL. Yeah, buddy. Hopefully that worked this morning. Yeah, that sounds good. Awesome. Props to TJ for that. Uh, looks like Mac Wavy's trying to figure out the chat room. I don't know if he can hear us or not. And hopefully he can, because he's been very excited here this morning. Cool. <clears throat> All right. Okay, so I guess we can... I'm going to post in the daily discussion. It is live. So, guys, now... Side the S. So, this way, guys, now... All right. So, where do we want to start this little... Episode of today, if you will. Wherever you want, man. <coughs> Maybe. Uh, well, what about last night? What did you think of that? It was interesting. I mean, I'm sure uh, no one thought we'd get the two guys we got. And I'm sure other guys thought they would get guys that they didn't get. And yeah, it's very very interesting. Yeah, it was another eventful evening, to say the least. And I'm trying to look over uh, some of the stuff I seen last night. Who signed who? was interesting stuff. But uh. Yeah, I don't know. Max, can you hear us? Max, Max, I'm trying to, I don't know what his name is. We'll see if he can hear us. I know, uh, only Destro, Jason, Ramos, and the boss are on, uh, Slack at the moment. So, cool. Yeah. You, do one, yeah, you um, do one in the morning, you can't get them. You do one in the mo- afternoon, you can't get them. I had I had to refresh my computer, so it'll be a few minutes before I can tell you if we get any calls or not. In case you're not doing, because uh, when you unmuted me, it showed on my screen that I was still muted. So, ah, uh, here we go. We're getting the problems again. Tell me, talk shoes not available. It's not this web. Okay. Well, while you figure that out. And you check it out, we can just uh, discuss those signings. And that was uh, Bo Davis went to Tallahassee. So he'll be leaving Queen City. <laughs> I can tell you my son's very happy about that because I told him there was a possibility that Bo Davis would not be in the league because not very many people want kickers anymore. And he got upset. <clears throat> and then when I told him Tallahassee had signed him, he was very happy. 
There you go. Uh, Taco is going to leave Orlando and go to Oklahoma City and become their new linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know this is. I know this is noon, and I'm supposed to watch that, but I can't help it. He's going to Oklahoma City just to be our bitch. <laughs> <laughs> is that what he's doing? That's what, what it is. There? Well, yeah, I think he's currently the only. Linebacker they got right now. I believe so. so. I believe that's right. Yeah, I mean, we needed a linebacker, and we went out and got Majesty. And as I stated on Slack the other day, or yesterday, not the other day, last night, we went after Majesty as opposed to Taco because we're dedicated to winning. <laughs> so, and I'm an effing problems with us. Guest four, I have no idea who that is. Who is guest four? Because he thought what we just said was hilarious when you said about making him our bitch. But, uh, well, anyway, and no surprise to anybody, J.D. Lawson has gone on to Houston. That didn't shock nobody. I mean, after all, we all knew that uh, Alan Drum was going to go to the Hyenas. How about Dr. Sam? Um, oh, I'm sorry, but I have, to, I have to bring it up since you did. Really? He had to post that on, on Slack? Really? Welcome, welcome to Houston, and really, straight out of Minneapolis or something. Yeah, I'm straight out of whatever said. I'm like, really? Yeah, he must have been doing one too many uh, beer testing commercials, previews. He must have been drunk. <laughs> uh-huh. And Ramos Lynn has actually joined us in the chat. That's awesome. Hey, it's our favorite Mexican. <laughs> But, I give him uh, shit. It's fun. Because he gives me shit. He gives you shit. It's fun. Yes, it's all in fun. We love it. And speaking of him, Chris Davis will go from running back to Santa Fe, if I'm not mistaken, to play wide slot. receiver. Yep. Going to be a slot yeah. receiver. Yeah, if I heard correctly, he's going to be also a return guy. Interesting. So... Yeah, he he was thinking he was retiring. It might have been making a new player, and I told him myself. I said, somebody will sign you. Sure enough, somebody signed him. I didn't know he would change position I can, today. I, I, I don't think he was very happy with the fact that he was a bronze. No. Well, remember, there was a deal in place. They was going to send him to Baltimore, and his market value blew that up. Ah, okay. So, yeah. Uh, Mac X, Wavy X, Junior 1. Wow. He is in and out of the chat room like crazy. He's dodging in, dodging out, logging in. He looks like he's dodging the police or something. <laughs> there he is again, in and out, in and In the last two signings, Watkins goes from strong safety, and Orlando will be moved to free safety when he comes to L.A., and DJ Majesty will be leaving Houston to also come to L.A. So, yeah. We were pretty much at it again, as you can tell. Oh, I know. I've just seen the reactions in the in the chat last night. Not again! Oh my God! Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. We're very active. When there, yeah, people's gonna have to learn. Well, I told him. I said, I've said this in the beginning, and I've told this to a couple people directly. 
Um, we just need to learn how to put together the right playbook because we're doing what we can to put the players on the field. Now we just got to figure out the playbook. Very true. Yeah. So, uh, my magic was in and now it's out. Yes. You had to monitor that uh, switchboard for me for a minute. I'm stepping away from the computer momentarily. Okay. Well, so far, it's just me and you. And, uh, yep. Our listeners. Mac and, and Mac keeps going in and out. He's in the chat, out of the chat, <laughs> in the chat, out of the chat. So, who knows? But yeah, and then we have uh, guests three, four, five, and six, and guest five is myself. Guest four is Ramos. Never. The other guest, whoever you are, please let us and know. Oh, yeah. Guest three, who the hell are you? <laughs> um, oh, he says, Mac, Max keeps kicking him for some reason. Don't know. I have no well, clue. I want to play a little uh, role reversal here, if you don't mind. Okay. We uh, we have it on the boards. I've posted it a couple times, and I've actually reached out to every other owner personally with a private message on Slack that uh, we are open to doing a inside the SFL at any time with them on the air to discuss their team. Mm-hmm. Considering we own the Sharks and we are right. also the host of this show, I'm going to take away my ownership hat Put it off to the side. Oh, you're going to put me on the spot, are you? I want you to take off your co-host hat and put that off to the side. And we're going to do a little Q&A. And you can speak as an owner and owner only here. And I will act as just the regular old host. And we'll have a little bit of L.A. Shark conversation because we might as well get our team talked about here. Sure, why not? It's most of the guys that... He was sitting out says, uh, I can't do it. I don't want to do it. I'm not talking about my team. And we had uh, I don't care. James Klein's interested in doing doing it. Uh, Frank Gooden's interested. And for those who mm-hmm. aren't aware who guys are, James Klein is Carolina Skyhawks. Frank Gooden is Tallahassee Pride. Uh, Michael Irvine's interested, and he owns the OKC Renegades. Um, those are three that I know 100% want to do it. It's just a matter of when. Um, I believe Destro is interested, but uh, I think he was one of the guys who said, wait till after the draft. I want to have my team complete before I talk about it. And I know I had another one who said the same thing, which I understand. You know, it's an open invitation. And I'll say it right here on the air. That's an open invitation, not just now, not just during the off season. We can discuss your team at any time during the year, too. You know, if you want to take a few minutes to get on inside the SFL and do a 5, 10, 15-minute you know, it's all about us. By all means, we're willing to help promote you. Even if you're the Sparrows, the Maulers, or the Renegades, which is in our division. We'll help you out. Because this is all about fun. Let's have some fun. So, as I was saying, are you ready for this? Are you ready to act like an owner and owner only right now? Not really, but I'll do my best. <laughs> all right. I'll start with the first question. Most people would ask you, and by all means, if anybody wants to ask a question in the chat room for myself or Ed, post it, and we'll answer it. You can interview us yourself as far as our team goes, but my first question for you is, coming into the off season, when you knew you were going to be the co-owner of the Sharks, 
What expectations did you have? Because I know from talking to you, you wanted to mix the roster up a little bit. But what was your honest expectations on mixing up the roster? Uh, honestly, there was some guys I wanted to get rid of for sure. Because I'm not going to, I won't lie, the abilities on them were absolutely dreadful. Their builds were absolutely dreadful. So I didn't want them. There were guys that was the opposite. You know, they kind of had some of the abilities I wanted, some of the, the builds I wanted. So I wanted to try to, you know, have that balance. That was my, that's what I wanted to do. But I'm sure the questions will be coming, but that's not what you did. Well, that's because we got through talking as a, as a group. Mm-hmm. And the more we talked, the more I realized we had to get guys out of town for sure. We had to get guys that we knew that we wanted or that we knew we could use because after that team going 1-11 and 11 last year, I was not going to duplicate that again. That was unacceptable. Now, I want to ask you this. Um, going over the team, I know without a shadow of a doubt, there was three players that you 100% had every intention from the beginning and re-signing. And they were Ivan Mixon, Andrew yes. Ball, and Nick yes. Nitro. Yes. You basically wanted to keep the entire secondary of the Bulldog team. So, when the offseason arose, that's exactly what happened. But, as you know, Nick Nitro was eventually shipped to Queen City, who then he was later on then traded to Orlando. But how hard or how easy was it for you to take without a shadow of a doubt one of your most important pieces that you wanted to maintain and package him with the number one overall and the 17th overall pick and ship Nick Nitro to Queen City for the 16th and 32nd overall picks for Parkey Tool? Uh, I'm not going to lie. It was... At first, I was like, no, no. I didn't want to do it, and I kept saying there was no way it's going to happen. Uh, I mean, when you call me and say, hey, we might be able to do this, I'm like, there's no way. I said, no, I'm not getting right. No, I can't. No, he's not going to do this. He's not going to take this guy, and I want him. I want to keep him because I know what he's done. But then as I got to thinking about it, going, um, Nitro, he too. Nitro, he too. You know, I'm like, this is Parky too. I mean, how do you not pull the trigger on that? Right. So that's when I finally told you, if you can get it done, go for it. Yep. And trigger was pulled. And I have to put my owner hat on here just for a brief second. And it was at that point, and I'll say this on the air so people can hear it, it was at that point that when that deal was done and finalized. I had told you then at that point. I said, now, as the owner, I'm not done. I'm going to find a receiver to go with this. Yes, you did. And for those of you who didn't catch it, we originally had Caesar Cannon at wide receiver. 
we were able to package Stephen Cannon to get him, and that was to Carolina with Floyd Lee in that deal, and we obtained draft picks and stuff. And then I was able to move Caesar Cannon because I didn't want Donald Miller on the team because I didn't like his size. That's why I didn't mm-hmm. want, didn't want Caesar Cannon because of his size. <clears throat> and this is when we were flirting with the idea of a possible tight end. I said, oh, we'll put Caesar Cannon back to tight end. Yes, we did talk about that. Then it'll be okay, but I don't want the big wide receiver. And then the Miles Portis trade presented itself, made it happen because originally it was Miles Portis for Donald Miller. Stu Falls ended up getting Caesar Cannon, and then that's when Baltimore actually came to us, just like Queen City, in deal for Elijah Bishop. And it was funny, because I remember you saying to me directly, well, if we want to make an impact at receiver, what if we could get Bishop or out that? Because those are the top. That's the best wide receiver tandem. What if we could get one or the other? And then that's when I said, challenge accepted. Well, I didn't have to do anything to accept the, to beat the challenge because it was given to us. <laughs> Thank you, TJ. But uh, <clears throat> so with the additions of Heechul and then the addition of Portis and Bishop, it seems with those guys, you then kept we kept Gladwin Wolf on the team. And yeah. I know you were all about keeping Gladwin Wolf because you could give him the four abilities, and that's no secret when you look at his contract. He's got a two point five million dollar deal. Ta da! Four abilities. So. Your offense in L.A. has three wide receivers, Parkey, Chul, and then the shock of what some people – I think some people are more shocked over this fact than the fact that L.A. acquired he Chul was that you traded away your own player to Dallas for Murdoch Mock. Uh, reasoning for that? Two reasons. Well, I guess you could say three. Uh, Mock has the size and abilities I want. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's two reasons there. Third reason is I am very competitive, and you know how I am. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'll I'll explain it to people this way. When you and I used to do e-feds, when I ran a character – I was all about that character. It was that or it was nothing. Mm-hmm. I was afraid I'd do the same thing with this, pushing for more plays for my quarterback, you know, pushing for this. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. I have to get him out of town so I can worry more about the team than I do the individual. Right. Okay. Yeah, because it, it was brought up to me uh, distinctly by an owner, and I won't say who he was. He said he was shocked to see that Dwayne Drew was traded to Dallas, that he was without a shadow of a doubt 100% convinced that instead of you being traded away, that my player was going to be traded for, and we were going to have both our players. And to those listening and who were listening to the playback, that was discussed. That was a possibility. But based on what he just said, he didn't want our individual players to become the focal point and you never know if it would or it wouldn't. And you know as well as I know, I told you from the beginning, I honestly don't want myself because I'd rather be on another team and worry about the team. I'm about the team, not my yep. guy. Even though there was a concern that I might not even have been returning to Minneapolis, I was willing to 
not even be on a team if it meant that we could build a winning roster with L.A. Because to me, that's the most important thing. Yep. So, when my contract expires in Minneapolis, ladies and gentlemen, if I'm not re-signed, I'll be looking for a gig, not within it myself. Just putting that out there now. It's a year and a two years away, two seasons away. <laughs> but uh, any case. Yeah, pipping yourself out already. Yes, of course. So when you look at your offense, without exaggerating, without blowing it out of proportion because it's your team with the bias factor that you might get accused of talking, uh, how do you stack your offense against those other offenses that now none of these officers obviously are final, but based on what we know right now today, how do you feel about your L.A. Shark offense compared to the other 15 teams in the league on paper? Oh, on paper, we got to be one of the best teams in the league on paper, but that's on paper. And nobody can fault me for saying that. I mean, look who we have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and that's something I'm going to be – and I'm going to say this here on the air. Hopefully, guys, when you listen to this back or listen to it now, we want to have a nice Inside the SFL episode shortly after the draft and all rosters are final. We want to start getting that inside the SFL going again, give us something to look forward to as many times a week as we can make it get scheduled. So we can talk SFL teams, talk SFL divisions, talk SFL conferences, talk predictions. So get excited because if all works well on Cam's end, the season should be started in probably the next, what, I would say 45 days, hopefully, thereabouts. Because I know it's probably going to be in July. So we got, what, a week left of this month, all of June. So you give them another week or two in July. So either way, that gives us plenty of time to talk about all these teams. We have 16 total teams we can get into and really break them down from position to player to either side of the ball, talk about their coaches, the whole nine yards, and then get guys on the air and they can give us their prediction. Give us their opinions. Let's have some fun with this. We need to find a good day, a good time where we can do these shows because of your schedule, my schedule. It seems like we can either do it at lunchtime or late at night, and it just doesn't seem to work out with a lot of the guys. So hopefully we can do a show one of these nights around 6.30, 7 o'clock like Cam does on Twitch, and it might get us some more listeners. That would be a good thing if we can do that. So consider that a possible challenge that we're going to try to accept. Okay. Now, with the Sharks, not only are you the co-owner, you are the co-defensive coordinator. So let's talk about your side of the ball. For those of you who haven't paid attention, the Sharks maintained Ivan Mixon at gold, ended up promoting the other corner, Andrew Ball, to silver. Last night, it was revealed that Zach Elfage, who was picked up in the offseason via a trade, has been released in favor of free agent signee DJ Majesty. You've got Troy Minerva at one safety. It was Mitchell Maverick, who is now also being released in favor of Kedrick Watkins, who was picked up. So he'll be at the other safety. And Gage Wilson will be the other linebacker. So right now you have two linebackers, four guys in the secondary. Much like the offense, how do you feel about your defense on paper compared to the league? 
I'm going to say same as the offense. I really believe that. I believe our defense on papers could be compared, you know, one of the best in the league. I know on paper, Ivan Mixon was one of the top corners. That's why he was a gold value. I know Andrew Ball was one of the middle tier, if I'm not mistaken, silvers on market value. Uh, Gage Wilson, I think he was a bronze. I believe Watkins was a uh, bronze. Uh, And then you bring in um, Minerva. I'm not sure. I believe Minerva was a bronze as well. So you got some bronze talents in there. But then, to me, the big signing outside of maintaining Mixon has to be DJ Majesty, who I believe was the third or fourth overall rated linebacker in the entire league last season. At a gold value, at a gold market value, was acquired on a max silver contract. How did you pull that off? Well, we reached out to him. I mean, we, re- re- you know, we reached out to him, and it was like, how do we, what do we do to get this done? And we went back and forth a few times. You know, he's like, I don't know what I want. He was kind of on the fence if he wanted to not be a gold, be a silver. And then, of course, he reached out to other teams, and other teams reached out to him. And this is where some guys might get mad. Some guys might not. I I really don't care. But this is where he had told us. A lot of guys were pushing for people to be active, 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 active. And with his schedule and the way it is, he can't be as active as people want. He said he'll try to be there as much as he can. But And that's when I told him, I said, sold. I know that's when you told him, sold. Yes, I told him, I said, we I don't understand care. the we don't situation. Care yeah, you know, I told him, I don't care if you're, you know, beyond acting like everybody wants. I said, as long as you're here, there. You know, when you can and you show everybody you're there for the team and you're – I said, I want you here. So right. that's how we got it. All right. Okay. So, Majesty. Now, toot toot is what people might think. When that free agent board got released, I told you to me he was the biggest name on the board. Yes. I didn't suspect that we'd get our hands on him, but we did. And – Thank God we did, because we needed that other linebacker on the roster. So, as the team stands now, golds are set, silvers are set, bronze short one player. Now, I know it's said all the time. You might not want to reveal your strategy to the world. You've got one roster slot left. Do you want to reveal to the world what you're planning, or is this going to be one of those stay tuned and see what we do next type of things? Personally, I don't really care. I mean, I'll I'll tell everybody what we're doing. I don't care. I mean, you just gonna but, kick the door down this year? I, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But you know, but I'll throw the owner hat to you there for a second. It depends on what you, as my co-owner, want us to say. You know, let out there and not let out there. Because me. I don't care. Right. Well, it's no secret when you look at our team. 
where we don't have players and where we do have players and where we could use players and where we couldn't use players. Mm -hmm. And then the SFL has to ask himself, is this a team who likes special teams? Could we be getting that kicker? Because as new owners, we can't have too high of expectations, even though it seems like new owners, expansion teams, keep making the championship. Mm -hmm. So I'm still going to keep a realistic thought and say, hey, just because it's been done two years in a row, maybe even longer, I don't know, because I can only go back as far as the D.C. Santa Fe championship. Yeah. They were first-year teams. Houston was a first-year team. So it's it's happened. Um, that being stated, my expectations are to be competitive, and I've told you in private, and then I think I said it on the air then once too, I want to go at least 500. That's my mm-hmm. expectations. Well, 500, if I'm not mistaken, made the playoffs last year. So if we can figure out the playbook and figure it out quick, I like our chances because of the talent acquired. Because oh, I've said it to a couple people. If we don't make the playoffs, it's not from the lack of talent on the roster. It's a lack of freaking those in charge of putting together the playbook. Now, I know real football like the back of my hand. I can play it with the best of them. I can script it with the best of them. You've known me long enough that I point things out that these so-called experts don't even talk about for two, three years later. Mm-hmm. And, and I point out talent to you and guys who are going to be studs in college once they re- show up as freshmen. And you don't hear no one talk about them until they're a junior or a senior. Uh, I can look at the field and I can tell you right to a T what is or isn't going to happen. But this damn video game drives you nuts because while realistic to some degree, it still has its own little niche to it that I just haven't figured out yet. And as a result, I'm halfway down the field ready to score and then I'm the other half you know, losing 50 yards. So, I mean, I'm being pulled in both directions, and I just can't can't master it. But I'm going to throw this out thanks to T-Pat, who took me under his wing last year and taught me so much. I mean, I can't thank him enough. Without his help, I don't think I could have been able to do anything when I had the opportunity to be coordinator with OKC this offseason. Guys like TJ have really helped me out with some things and have really been in my ear you know, just giving me thoughts and suggestions, making sure. And what's great is you got owners in this league who say, this is the competition. I'm busting my ass over here to win a championship. But you know what? I'm going to tell this guy how to beat me. I'm going to tell this guy how to beat the league, knowing that if they teach me too much, they might not be able to beat me themselves. But they're willing to help because they'd rather beat somebody at their best than not knowing what they're doing. And I think that's class. And I think that's something that really makes the SFL as a whole special. So well, I'll agree with that. Kudos to those guys. I, I've reached out to other owners here and there when I can and ask questions. And most of them usually, I mean, like that, get right back to you and have no problem answering even the craziest questions. Right. I mean, even you if it's it. some far-fetched shit that, you know, they never thought of, they'll still say, hey, what? Yeah. And, I mean, it's it, it amazes me that how much – these guys are willing to help and willing to like tell you, you know, like I said, like you said, tell you where it's possible they're giving you the blueprint to beat them. 
You know, right. it's a beach league, like you said, because everybody wants this league to be fun but competitive at the same time. Right. Yeah, so. And the responses that I get aren't just simple responses, you know, like, okay, yeah, blah, blah, blah. They give you, you know, the question. They give oh, you the, the answer. Some guys you actually send a paragraph. Yeah, you can fill in the blanks. No, they break this shit down in detail and then explain how to do it and then explain how they did it. It's like, wait a minute. Huh. And it's like, wow, this is awesome. You know, I mean, can you picture, and they say the NFL, a guy gets to be, can be a coach for the first year, and he's a little confused on this, that, or the other, and he calls up the opponent and says, hey, how do I do this? And by the way, we're playing in three weeks. And that team says, well, I don't give a crap. Here's what you do. <laughs> it would never happen. Mm-hmm. Here, no problem. What do you need to know? I love it. And I, like I said, that to me makes it special. So... Nonetheless, when the team was granted, first thing out of my mouth was, I'm going fantasy football on this shit. You started laughing. Yes, I, I can confirm that. He did call me. He says, guess what? I'm treating this like a fantasy team. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I, I'm not going to lie here. I got a huge smile on my face <laughs> because I know how nuts he is when it comes to fantasy football <laughs> and fantasy baseball for that matter. This guy, wow. Speaking of fantasy baseball, I never played fantasy baseball until – Ed and another friend of ours got me in it, and first year I ever did it, won the championship, then won it again, and then I'm first place again this year right now. So, and I do it. But I do it by trading like a crazy fool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and yes, I make trades. Yes, I make trades in fantasy football that sometimes seem like they have no rhyme or reason. And you've witnessed me make a trade in fantasy football. For a player that I knew was going to have a big week, two, three weeks down the line, so I had him ahead of time. Yep. Because I call it, and I get him in week three. He breaks out in week six, does his thing, and then I dump him, even though he had to break out week, and people are like, what the heck, you just got him, and then he breaks out, and you, yeah, because it ain't going to happen anymore. And sure enough, it doesn't happen anymore. And everybody's willing to give me the house for him. Got to know what you're doing. So... When it came to this team, yes, I said, I'm going fantasy football. No one's job is safe. you know. But luckily for Mixon, he was tied for the league in interceptions, or he was number two. He was right there because it was between him, Stevie T. Diggs, and A.J. Barnes. They were the three. And then I know I'm missing somebody. There was somebody else right there in the mix with those three. But uh, those were the guys. That was your defensive backs. So that's what kept Mixon safe. And then I said this about ball. I thought Ball was just as good as any corner in the league when I went back and watched tape. So to me, I wanted to keep him over everybody on the team. So, But I'd have traded my mother for the right player. So <laughs> He's not lying. He, he is not lying. If he could have pulled a trade off to trade his mom, for, oh, he would have. <laughs> sure would. Cause I, I, he's tried it. <laughs> he has tried it in some of our fantasy leagues. He's, I'll give you this. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, we tried to trade his brother. I tried to trade my brother on the Slack, if you took notice, just yesterday or this morning, whenever it was. I said, I'll trade anybody, my brother, for imaginary draft pick. I sure did. Just take my brother off of me and tell me that he's now your brother. That damn fool. They can deal with that crap. I was asked. I was asked more than once. We needed a linebacker. We went after DJ Majesty and not your brother, or did you go after your brother? And he not signed with you. I'll say it here on the air. I had no interest in Taco. 
None whatsoever. And I'll say it again. None whatsoever because we are trying to build a winner. <laughs> uh, I say that with love. Imaginary love, but I say it. I'm, I, yeah, and I told you. I didn't want him because I didn't want to deal with the quotes every week. <laughs> and, and now with what he's posting on Slack, yeah, I don't want that associated with yeah, what is, And I'm going to ask everybody that listens to this, listening now, listening to the playback, if you see what he's doing, this is Taco. This is at Robert Bose on Slack. He does, shall we call them emoji stories? Is that what we should call them? Yeah, we'll call them that. Uh, he writes weird statements using pictures and then you like the Canadian farm equipment he posted with an army of ladybugs ants and snails I think it was and World War 3 is going to start unless we all eat lipstick I don't know what he was talking but, about but wait what, you gotta, you gotta, if you're going to tell the whole story the first <clears> part was there was what three rabbits that went into space and come back with you know 67 somethings yeah and that's there were there were sixty seven silver octopus. Yeah, that's what and it they was. were all invited to a barbecue that was in that was then uh, interrupted by transgender camels. And then he went into the other whole story about eating the the uh, lipstick and World War Three because of the the bugs and I'm, I'm, what the yeah. hell? This. <laughs> This is why we did not sign him, because we did not need that stuff on our official team page, our team channel. No. No thanks. No. He's insane. Yeah. He's, I'm wrong with him. Uh, and I forget who it was. Somebody said to me, did you sign him because he's the most colorful character in the league? That he may be, because he sure as hell isn't boring. He might be weird, and he might be odd. Um seen people keep making the statement, was he dropped on his head? Uh, no, I think he's from another fucking planet. So. (laughs) That's why we stayed stayed clear of him, you know. I mean, if we were going with the three linebacker effect, sure, we could have grabbed him and DJ Majesty, finalized our linebackers. I may have revealed too much in that statement, but I don't care. It is what it is. We have a call. Oh, yeah? Who's the call from? Says South Alabama. South Alabama. South Alabama. Well, allow me to get over to the switchboard, and I can bring South Alabama in. Hold on. Might be Red Oak, because I think he was talking about calling in. I was in the garage. Then Jason is now in the chat. About time you get in there, Jason. Yes, Jason, one of my favorite people in the league. No bullshit. That's the God's honest truth. Him and his yellow sparrows. <laughs> All right. South Alabama, you're on the air. Who we got? What's up? Well, who are you? What's up? This is Red 15. Uh-huh. Red 15 so. has joined us again. I thought he posted on Slack he was going to be calling in. Yeah. I'm at work. I'm at work again too. See, see, people, <laughs> SFL is more important than work. This is the second time we've done a show where a draft hopeful has called in, and some of you guys who are loyal 
Don't ever call in. <laughs> Big meanies. I know it. <laughs> so, how's the body feeling today? I'm sure you've been through a couple of team combines here this week. Body's feeling good. Okay. So, so what's the scoop? You willing to break the news right here on Inside the SFL? What teams are showing the most interest in you? Or is that something you want to keep hush because you don't <laughs> want to possibly get snagged by somebody else? Um, well, the ones that's looking at me right now is Tallahassee Pride and uh, the Skyhawks, Carolina. Well, that's not a shock. Because if I'm not mistaken, you're friends with some guys on both those teams. Yes. So that would make sense. You know, considering you're talentless, your friend's got to pick you up, right? That's right. No, <laughs> he said that's right. <laughs> I'm giving you the shit, and you said that's right like a nut. <laughs> oh, that's epic. That's great. See what I'm talking about, people? We know how to have fun around here and have a good time not take nothing serious. I love it. That's fun. <laughs> well, that's cool. Uh, Yeah, two good owners, two good teams. So if one of them were lucky enough to scoop you up, I'm sure you'd be happy with either team. Oh, yeah, either one. It don't matter. Yeah. Yep. Good guys. Good guys. Uh, Mike is in the chat. I see him up there, that disgusting Eagles fan that he is. But he's there. I know he was talking about trying to call in. We'll see if he gets on the air. That Middletown bum. <laughs> and and Jason, says he's at work. Jason says, I'm working, dag. Nebit. He says, he's on his lunch break. <laughs> Hey, we just got a guest nine. So we got guest four, five, eight, nine. I'm trying to remember which guest is which. This is well, five crazy. Five is me. Five is you. <laughs> he said, don't do me like that. Well, he did say Blue oh, Raiders in the name. I can give you that. You know, it's Raiders for life with me, so that works. So, uh, yeah. back to what you were saying there. Red Oak 15. Uh, what is the name of your player anyway? I forget. Um, shit, I don't know. I'm trying to make him like Julio. Carolina Carolina Skyhawks select hell, I don't know, with the first round selection. I love it. <laughs> Which position is hell, I don't know, playing? I'm looking for a wide, oh, yeah, wide receiver. The wide receiver is your primary choice, if, if you could pick. Yeah. I, I have one, I have one question. How are they going to fit that name on the back of a jersey? <laughs> they gonna well, they, they, they put they up he hate me. We're sure we can manage that here. Oh my god! You do know <laughs> you just walked into the, the nickname of the lifetime. That's right. Hey, You're, you will never forget me, Cam. I know you're right. listening to these shows back. One time <laughs> this year, when this man makes a reception, you need to say his name, whatever it ends up being. So you say, blah, 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 hell, I don't know, blah, blah, made the catch. It's going to start from the back and wrap around. It's going to go all the way around. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, my God. That's just I'm insane. Trying, I try to make my man like, like Julio Jones. Nice. Oh, oh. this is too fun. Yeah. This is good stuff. I'm trying to see if anybody wants to get on this. Come uh. on. Wow. They need to. Oh, and then when they listen to the playback, they're going to love that. What's your guy's name? Uh, hell, I don't know. 
classic <laughs> stuff right there. Oh, I'll be a star player, player right here. SFL. <laughs> no, I just burned you on uh, Slack, say now. I just let everybody know in the daily discussion channel. At Red Oak 15 is currently on the call. His player name? Hell, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have to comment back on that. Oh, that's good stuff right there. Oh, shit. I think with the name alone, I think he just went to everybody's top of their board. Why isn't your wide receiver's name just Sean? There you go. Is it Harrelson? Is that, is that how you say your last name? Yes. Why isn't that just the name of your player? Well, starting right now, it's going to be. See, there you go. Sean, hell, I don't know, Harrelson is on the call, ladies and gentlemen. Nice. <laughs> AJ Pick 6 yeah. is in the chat on Slack. I wish he was on the call so I could ask him what team he plays for. Does he even know who he plays for? <laughs> what was that? They're going to, have to abbreviate every word. It's going to be so long on my jersey. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> There's going to be a bunch of letters and people have to figure out what the hell it means. Hey, there you go. Wow. Nice. So is the back of your jersey just going to say H-I-D-D-K? Is that what it's going to say? <laughs> H-I-D-K. For hell, I don't know. <laughs> hell, I hope not. I mean, you're Southern, so it might be H-E-D-A-K, and you spell yeah. I-E-Y-E, but who knows? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> see it. Uh, can you imagine that? Cam goes to call it. He reads the initials. Uh, I, I don't want to say it. Oh, hell, that's what it is. <laughs> I apologize to all the families that are listening to this broadcast, but for my language, but uh, that's his name. <laughs> uh, I think it's awesome. Osai. I think that's how we say his name. But if not, I'm crazy. I know Mike's on the call, Mr. Eagles Mike. And you can let us know how to pronounce your last name once and for all, and we'll try not to forget it this time. But now we got him and Red Oak. So welcome hey in. Guys. Hey, how do you say your last here. name again? Uh, Osai. I did say it right, see? Damn yeah. it, I get a cookie. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, not one cookie. It takes more usually it takes more people more tries than that to get it right cookie. So you oh. job on that one. Boom. Boom. So you went to prom, did you? Yeah. And she's not entering the draft. Nope. I'll take first round talent. I, I, I want two. <laughs> After I saw that picture, I want two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I saw it was first round talent. You were in the picture too, though, weren't you? But, uh, <laughs> oh, oh man, jeez, he had himself a prom date. <laughs> you know, I didn't go to prom. You were not yeah. going to see me dressed up dancing on no dance floor. Oh hell no. Me either. Well, uh, check this out. Our good buddy Destro is now on the call. And for mm. those of you unaware, this is the D.C. Dragons owner, so he might have some questions for Mr. Red Oak. Hell, I don't know. And <laughs> Mike Mike Osai, maybe he's interested in trying to recruit one of y'all to possibly be draft picks for him. So I'm going to bring right. Destro in, the the masterful man. Without him, we wouldn't have the SFL with all his work he puts in. 
So, all right, you're on the call, buddy. What's going on, gentlemen? How's it going? going? Not right, man. I, I I haven't heard anything. I I totally forgot. I was too busy putting uniform codes in, and and I saw you text that the show's on. I'm 45 minutes late. So what's the topic? Uh well, we got Mike. He was Mike Osai, Eagles fan, uh, from Slack, uh, Red Oak 15. Uh, we asked him his player's name. It was Hell I Don't Know. Nobody <laughs> named his own player. So they're here on the call with us. They're draft hopefuls. They're hoping to get on a team. And I just let them know you're an owner. You might have questions for them about possibly making them a draft choice. Well, gentlemen, unfortunately, I don't have any questions. I, usually I have a lot to say, but I'm just yeah, jumping in the true. conversation. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. Y'all heard, y'all heard the broadcast. You're not yeah. going on some random stuff, but... But yeah, yeah. Right now, I don't, I don't have any questions. Well, I can start with one that's popped in my head. I mean, you know, like I don't know. I say Eagles fan. I saw you know, prime pictures and stuff. I don't really know about the guys, but you know, what is you know, what, I was just curious. You know, which what, what made y'all get attracted to the SFL? And you know, short answer possible. I guess. Who do you want to go first? I guess I'll go. All right. Um, so I was watching a lot of, like, videos from guys in the gym community, like Dollar Junior and football. And they, like, uh, mentioned you guys. So then I just gave it a check out, like, maybe a couple seasons ago, probably, like, season four or so. I saw a couple games, but I didn't really have switch capacity at that time. Like, anything could, like, really stream switch very well. But the past season I got, Geared, I could actually like stream like the good quality, and I just started watching games like the second half of last season. Okay. All right, is it my turn? Yep. Um. Well, I was, I played a lot of football during high school and all that, and I, mean, I ain't never. This is the first time I heard about this. Whenever I got hired on with uh my job, and I, I mean, I like playing the PlayStation football and all that, and they told me about this, and I said, well, what the hell, I can go for it, and you know, I, I enjoy it, and I'm, right now, I'm enjoying doing all these daily discussions, hearing everybody, and whether they talk at me, and you know, it, it, it's just like I'm a part of the team already. I enjoy it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh-oh, sorry, I hate to interrupt everybody. But uh, in the chat, Jason says that the topic is Max Mohol is not retiring. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. He's short because nobody's going to draft a punter. You better learn how to do something else. Find a profession or something. According to Jason, you know, he's the most valuable punter. So... Hmm. Well, I got a question for Destro. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a question. Uh it's no secret. You're currently sitting on five silver players. Is that just driving you crazy? Who's getting the boot? Or are you already aware of nope, that? Our, 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 we've already made our decision who's gonna go. It ain't okay. no secret. Okay. If you saw what happened last season, you know exactly who's getting cut. And that's all I'm I'm leaving it at that. 
Wow. If I'm going based on that statement, that, okay. I think I know who it is then, but I ain't going to say on the end. That's right. He gonna, I'm going to tell him he's going to be like Michael and beat it. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> Michael and beat it. As much as I loved Michael Jackson, I always found that disturbing. This man traveled the country wearing one glove chant beat it. <laughs> this was always something I found out. But yeah, if you make the move, I'm thinking you're going to make that. Speed on before you get beat on, that's just saying. <laughs> oh, good Lord. The MVP will rise again. Okay, Jason, get off. Go go back to work. Mm-hmm. And, and cocaine is a hell of a drug, too. <laughs> oh, man. What are you eating but, uh, on your lunch break? <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, we, we, we got a little plan. Like I said, you, you pretty much got the idea. You knew my frustration, especially in that game against, uh, it was two, really, one, two of them, but the main was against San Francisco the first time around. When I saw that foolishness, yeah, that's when I knew the writing was on the wall. So, and I was done then. That was the third game in. So, you know, we, uh, and the foolishness continued afterwards. So, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's it's time to just change some things up. Yeah, we're gonna do some stuff with those last few, but you know, most of the rest are gonna be bronze picks and stuff, so you know, we're gonna you know, come up with something there. What's that? So yeah, you need four bronze players right now. Yeah, and four bronze players. actually got five five needs and only three draft picks, so mm. I'd be very persuasive and uh free agency. So, what? Yeah. Uh, man, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it right here with you. If trades are still permitted, you might want to try and package some and get a couple extra, just in case. Nah, I'm good. I'll be all right. I'll just use my persuasion skills, persuasion skills to get those last two guys on board, and they'll be fine. Huh? That works. Well, I wish you the luck with it. Uh, and since we got you on the air, uh, how are you feeling about your division? Are you, so it's, pretty much the three, it's the same division, really. It's the three teams are the same. And then what's the other one? Was it Queen City? Yeah, you so got Queen basically, City, NYC, and Baltimore. Well, yeah, so it's basically they just took Cleveland out and put Queen City in. So, mm-hmm. you know, and then if you go about a year before that, Queen City was in our division. Well, we played them twice uh, the season before, so... You had San Francisco in that division last year. Yeah, so this is pretty much the same thing. You know, that's good because I want to to play uh, Eric Barkley, you know, twice, you know. Um, I won won the the series the first season. I beat him two games to one. Last season, we split one, so yes, but he won the championship. So he can. That's what matters the most. He can walk around, and be like Mike Tyson with his three titles and stuff. So, you know. But right now, uh, you know. So, so for right now, he, you know, he's a champ. So, yeah, well, I look forward to playing him. There you go. I think we have another caller trying to get. I still wish he his name. I Ooh. still wish he kept his name the Knights, though. But that's another story. Yeah, for the Dragons and the Knights. All right, guys. Yeah. Well, I gotta get back to work. Alright, man. Thanks for calling in. You too. Thank you. Yep. 
But you, those guys, those rookies who are coming in, how I was asking them how they got into the league. I mean, you know, I know for me, you know, it's kind of like I joined CAG, another another league, and then it was like a week or two later, TJ, yeah, this thing called SFL, and I'm just like, okay, well, what, what's that? I ain't never heard of it. And you get to put plays in and watch. What, what the hell I want to do that for? What kind of foolishness is that? Mm-hmm. I did it, and then I decided like, I didn't do it. I ain't doing a great job at all. Then I was, I ain't going in season four. But then I was like, okay, let me go ahead and just, it was like halfway into season four. I was kind of like in and out of the games and I would watch. Okay. Then I was like, you know what? I said, let me, let me, let me keep watching. Let me, let me give it a chance. And then they were saying, oh, we're going to have four new, make a big announcement. That's what it was. We're going to make a big announcement. And I had a feeling I knew it was going to, it was going to be that. I said, well, it's going to be new teams. I know it is. And like a few weeks later, it was announced to be new teams. And, I applied and put my best foot forward, made a video, did my presentation, got a team, and the rest is history. One championship first season. Last year, stuck up the joint. Now we're coming back the third season to do better. So, yeah, that's my – that's how I got into the SFL because, you know, it was something I was – you know, they were talking about – I guess be on that one like esports or whatever that thing going on, and someone was saying how we won't be able to attract a thousands of people and this and that. I mean, yeah, I mean he's right. It is a niche, you know. Not everybody can be into it, but you know, just like anything else, you give it a chance and and you might like it. So yeah. <clears throat> is that Mac Wavy on the call? Yep. Guess I'll bring Mr. Mac in. I hope I'm saying his name right. If not, he'll let us know when he gets on. Mac Wavy, you're with us. Junior. Hey, fellas, how's it going? Are we saying your name right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, Mac Wavy. And didn't you just get on Slack within the last couple of days? Uh, yes, sir. A couple of days ago. Awesome. How'd you discover the league? Um, I got a buddy that's uh coming into the league too. His name's Princey Five One Eight. And uh, he was telling me about it a couple months ago, and uh, you know when he got into it, we just got into it together. So he's a draftee too. There you go. Very cool. What is your desired position? Quarterback. Quarterback is my desired position. All right. There you go. I'm sure you've gotten in touch with some teams, or they've gotten in touch with you, vice versa. Yes, yes. Uh, a couple teams have hit me up and. Got a little info about me, and uh, the teams that hit me up, they're the they're the teams that I'm looking forward to playing for. But you know, if they pass up on me, I'm gonna make them pay. There you go. <laughs> wow, I like it. Yeah. Well, you know, I you know I'm a um, I'm a father, so a father of five, and uh, I have a lot of free time on my hands, and uh, I coach football, I coach wrestling, and I coach baseball. So uh, during the day, you know, I find myself when I'm not putting together a game plan or something, I have a lot of free time on my hands. So this, I think this is perfect for myself. There you go. That's pretty much how I feel. Yes, sir. Yep. I got my kids and coach football and do the same thing. <laughs> yep. I love that, man. You know, football is a passion for me. You know, I'm 32 years old. I played it. Growing up in high school and, you know, kind of like what you guys said, you know, it's, you kind of get to relive it again. 
Yeah. In some in somewhat of a form. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than no form. Oh yes, sir. Yes. Yep. Sir. I had a I had a question. Um during during professional football season, does the SFL still run through or how does that work? Um, you want to I have that one? In a part during the NFL season, Astro might know. It does. What happens is it, it depends. Well, this season going to be it's it's going to have to carry over because Cam's you know trying to they got to move to Dallas area, then they got to you know, he's got to pack and he's living situations, got to find a job, and then depending on that schedule, you know everything's up in the air for right now. That's why we're trying to get so much stuff done now to where it won't be that much on the other on the other side. You know when he gets when he gets settled in, but yeah, and this season in particular is going to carry in a lot through the NFL season. I know in season five, if I recall, season four was it four? Yeah, five in particular. What happens is that let's say there's, I know I think it was a couple of times where he ran at the same time. I know a championship game ran in between. I'm trying to think. Well, championship game was in the evening. I think it started around four thirty. And it was just in September, so there was a game one. So um, you kind of go hand-to-hand. I think what most people do is they watch the game on the TV and watch the SFL, the computer on their cell phone. Um, I'm trying to think. So, yeah, it's going to carry in. Uh, there's times to where, yes, there will be times to be the same time. There will be times to where it will be uh, in between, let's say, the you know the 1 o'clock game, the 4 o'clock, what have you. So. I, you know, Cam would know that 100% for certain. But, yeah, there were times, you know, another Peter, Sam Lawmore. Sorry about that. Very Lawmore in the background. Yeah. Um, that's the answer to your question. Yeah, time to where they do run side by side. I know oh, on Monday nights, Monday nights what they try to do is have the game come on before the guy, before the Monday night game starts. So by the time that game's ending, you can turn on ESPN and watch the Monday night NFL game. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, same for Thursday nights too. So how many primetime games? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, How many primetime games do they do get broadcasted throughout the week? Is it different amounts or is it a set amount? Or the way we do it is we no longer have bye weeks. What we do is he commentates what three games a a week, I think three, and then yeah, he's on Thursdays. Yeah, games on Thursdays on Monday. So then. What happens is we have uh, the games being played. We have three games playing at the same time. One of them is being uh, commented by him, and the other two aren't. But you have three games going at the same time. And the way he's got it set up on his website, now you'll see where you can be in the same You can look at two different Twitch channels. SFL, there's SFL two and SLN three, you know, two non broadcast games. To where all you hear, there's no commentary or anything. It's just listening to um just, just watching the game for what it is. That's it. The gameplay. Okay. Yeah. And we did that because the season before we noticed that during bye weeks, um, people you know, people who had their team they weren't really involved in the league. They just kinda of like took us a day off and just did whatever. So we want to keep people involved. Even their even their, their team's not playing, 
know, that night we want to at least, you know, keep it involved. So that's why we have no bye weeks. And the solution to that is to have the games playing at the same time. All right. Sounds good. And, and I'll throw this one out there. Cam has said several times now because of the, his situations looking for a new job and all this stuff that because that like that's what I said we usually go Thursday you know Thursday Sunday Monday uh, it may not be Thursday Sunday Monday it all depends on what his job is and when it is so just we all have to kind of hang tight see what happens yeah so that's what's going on you know that's the answer question there's a lot of uns- I don't want to say uncertainty, more or less uncertainty when it comes to the schedule because he can have a job because he's just normal days off for Sunday and Mondays, but he can go somewhere. They might give him, I don't know, Friday and Saturday off, and then he's going to have to, you know, we have to do the SFL according to his work schedule. Yeah. So. Yeah, I heard that in the prior broadcast. So he was going to, you know, adjust his schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody in the SFL is cool with it. We'll just roll with whatever he's, you know. I don't think anybody cares. Whatever whatever day says, hey, this is, this well, is when the game is. That's when it waste, is. It'd be a waste of time if they did. If they did stress about it, there's nothing you can do about hey, it, you know. And I know he did make the announcement. Uh, seven I'm weeks of the schedule. That. Seven weeks of the schedule he has done, just no dates. But he does have seven weeks, of the, so he's working on it. And he, we know one just, game. And yes, we do. We do know one game for week one. Well, I wanted to give you guys an invite to my draft party I'm having on uh, Monday night. You know, we do plan on going number one over here, so it's going to be really, really loud, and it's going to be fun. So make sure you guys uh, get your invitations. Well, you got some buffalo wings. I'll be over there, you know, on on the night too. So we have have everything that you guys want. Yeah, What do you guys think will be your biggest challenge being first-year owners this year? Biggest challenge, first-year owners this year, is getting the right playbook, honestly. I think we have the right pieces in place as far as uh, the players. It's now going to fall on us to get the right defensive playbook, the right offensive playbook, and that's basically what it comes down to. You got to have that right playbook. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, it's got me concerned. I won't lie. <laughs> oh, I can tell you now. We we're running sims and. We were on Skype the other, and I went nuts over a play, and I showed him. And I'm like, it, I, I was, yeah. So yeah, it, it gets frustrating. But that's also kind of the fun part of it is, you know, breaking it down and going, you know, if we can get this to work and get that to work, you know, can anybody stop it? If you know, if we run this, can we stop this? And so yeah, yeah. The amount of growth that the league's having, we're probably going to need, if it continues like this the next season, we're probably going to need some more expansion team. You're trying to get cussed out, aren't you? 
<laughs> I was waiting for it. That's why I got quiet. I was waiting for it. That's just more work for Destro. <sighs> Man, let's be honest, though. Uh, what was it, the last episode of Inside the NFL before? Cam did say, you never know. He he did say. He said he could possibly see 32 teams in this league one day. That's crazy, but hey. 32. The thing is, the thing is, is that I just, I just wish we found. We're, we're, I look at it. I go into the hex code now and I look for stuff, but I don't think there's no way we can be able to put all sixteen or even thirty-two teams on one roster file. Because I went into it, and I was looking, and it's like I was trading because there's an option to have a put in the editor where you can kind of switch off. You can trade one of your credit players. It's like you're playing like musical chairs. You take one off and you add one computer teams in that spot. But what happens is a computer player, a computer team, now basically has the same identical playbook as, you know, as as let's say the dragon was in that number one spot. Now you got the computer, one of the computer teams in that spot, and has this identical playbook. And it's like that doesn't help me. You know, it doesn't help what we're trying to do. Because you know when you're playing a computer, they've got computers got formations in that in their playbook that you don't even have on your playbook. All the six thousand plus plays you have, you don't even have like the H Flex Pro formation. There's another one, I can't remember the name. And I'm just like, okay, well let's see if we can try to access the playbook. So, how and I, we've done deep looked into it. We can't find it. So, you know, despite my experiments, I'm I think. We won't be able to have all sixteen teams in one roster because if, if it was the case, it'd been great because I wouldn't have to do a bunch of stuff twice, and I wouldn't have you know it'd be simpler. Have one roster file and bam, it just cross conference play be a lot easier. So, yep. you know, but you gotta do what you gotta do. So basically the way it's set up now is just, you know, once everyone – and if anyone's listening, please, owners, you know, please I emphasize this. Show me the meaning of haste. If you got the information like your uniform, send it to me now. Don't wait till the last minute. I know your deadline is June 4th. Please, I mean, if you've got to wait till June 4th, then so be it. But please, if you got the uniform code, send it. People have been sending me codes all day, which is fine because I've been plugging them in. Now I just free time this morning on my day off. So it's like, yes, please send this stuff in because, you know, my time is extremely limited. It's not how it's not what it was before when I lived in Pennsylvania. So I, I, every every moment I need on this, I got to uh, I need to utilize it. So yes, please, if you got <clears throat> uniform codes, send them. Um, guys, who already have their teams complete. Is I'm not trying to use it to spy or gauge. I already know what what I want for my team. I could care less what you do on your team. So, you know, send that to me. I'm just I need it to program it because the more I can do it, that's more time for me to run tests just in case something acts up and I can just either I can go back and fix it. And I don't want to wait till last minute. So please send that information ASAP. I've already gave you the two. Uniform comes for the Sharks that we have thus far. So, so I appreciate that. Tallahassee gave me all five of his uniforms, so I just plugged them in right before I called you. 
The Queen City about the minor adjustment. I'm about to do that in a few minutes. And speaking of um, uniforms, I want to give you my honest opinion of D.C. When you posted all those uniforms that day, by far and away, I believe that it was red and white ones were the most dynamite-looking ones of the bunch. The red and white ones, really? Yeah, really, because they're different. They're just different, you know, because there's too much bluish color in the league, and it made them look different than other teams in the league. So that's why I was digging those the most. I noticed that got the most thumbs up, too. I noticed that. I was like, oh, they're really digging that. Well, I thank you for for saying that. I looked at them, too, and I was like, okay. Because first I was trying to say, first this is how I was coming up with this, because – you know, you probably you live. I mean, you live in Pennsylvania, but you're close enough to know is this area is considered a DMV, which is DC, Maryland, Virginia. So it's kind of a region, like a circular region of its own. And so, because people live around the area, might live in Maryland or DC, where they drive, or, or Maryland or Virginia, but they drive to DC to work and whatnot. And so, what I was trying to do is come up with a uniform to have all three state flag colors. Now, Maryland has the you know red, white, black, and gold. Virginia's got like with blue and a little bit of white and a bunch of little small little colors you can tell. And then DC's got the red, and white. So I said, like, let me try to figure something. Have all those colors mixed in. And I ran through so many tests. I had Dr. Sim look at it, and I was just like, man, this was like hot garbage on a cold day. It looks like some old Frankenstein stuff. So I was like, you know what? I like, Baltimore's already representing Maryland. I mean, they're only thirty-five, my forty miles apart. I was like, you know what? That Maryland rock the Maryland colors. I mean, Baltimore rock the Maryland colors. And then I'll just stick with D.C., which is red and white, plain and simple. And then I saw they had the stars and the bars. I was like, okay, well, I'll just get the star designs on the stripes on the side and have the socks represent the bars. And put the stars on the helmet and then kept the dragon logo on the side and put made the face mask red. So that's just basically how I came up with that. And that's why it pops, and it fits perfect, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I, I know Ed's seen it. I don't know if he's got an opinion of it. Oh, I like it. I thought, yeah. I thought that was definitely the best one out of the bunch. Yep. It's like you Thank said, you. It, 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 it just pops out to you because it's different than what, you know, everybody else has kind of got. And it seems like there's so much of the same colors in the league, and when anything, you know, Anything that's different is definitely going to be better than blue and black. That's the most most colors, most used colors in the league. I mean, you look at the you look at red around the league. Carolina used to form red. The Maulers used to form a red, but that was brighter, brighter the better, and it just looked perfect. Thank God it's on Carolina's uniforms. That's basically the same red that I use. And then, and then like I said, he has red, white, and blue and stuff. And then I just said, well, these colors are just red and white. I went and did that. And, but, yeah, it made the shoes white with a little red trim. And so, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. That was the thing I was worried about, too. I was like, man, just don't go blue. Don't go blue or black. And I saw you basically got the Charlotte Hornet colors. Uh, put it on my 60 inch screen after you punched after punching the code he gave me. Excuse me, and yeah, I like them. I like them because no, for one, no one's got it. it's different. And that's what the league now the league needs a lot of different. different You're talking stuff. about which uniforms? 
<clears throat> your uniforms. Yeah. yeah I had to Look like Charlotte Hornet, here, so. Yeah. yeah. Got the aqua, aqua green as we call it. We were going to go with the Charlotte Hornet, like blue, but we wanted to swing it to more of a greenish color because of all the blue <clears throat> in the league. Yeah. So, yeah. But that is exactly where it came from, the Charlotte Hornet look. Because when we were looking for an idea for a uniform, somebody actually took Cam Newton and put him in Carolina Hornet colored jersey. And I gave it to uh, uh, DR Sim, the mom. And between me and him looking at some stuff, that was the decision that we came up with, which seemed to really, really pop. And then the one the one thing I was thinking about changing was the pants. I was thinking about making them white. But we went with the all aqua green on aqua green and let the helmet be white so it would pop even more. So I think we like it. And did you get a chance to look at the uh, the alternate with the purple uniform? Yeah, I like those too. Like I said, it's different. Um, so yeah, I looked at it because both your codes are in the, are in, are in the editor. Because what I'm doing is the uh, reason why I'm having your uniform is, is because inside the file and, and, and the directories, there's a file that keeps all the uniform, like the name, what I give it, and it has like a bunch of zeros and ones. It's all in code, and it has all that listing. And if you guys are interested, if you have the newest version of the editor, once I'm done, I will email that that uh, file to you, and you, just, and you just replace it inside the editor, and you'll have everyone's uniforms. And so what I'm doing is, like I said, Cam is very busy next month. So I said, okay, I'll take on the uniforms. So he, you know, that's one less thing off his plate because he was originally going to do it. And so I was like, okay, I'll just take that off your plate. I'll put everyone's uniform, make it all nice and neat, organized, with structure, alphabetical order, and then I'll just email it to him to where he just puts it right inside his file, replace it with the file that's already in there, and bam, it's already there. So... Yep. And I'm going to get in touch with you as far as uh, my player goes. I have two small changes I want to make to him. Since you gave me, yep, that's not a problem. I already know what I want to do. And if you never get to it, well, then tough. I'm, no, I'll get to it. Because I haven't started. The only hexing I've done, I've done my team. I've done Queen Cities. I've done Louisville's. That's, and I've, have I done Baltimore? No, I haven't done Baltimore's. That's the only hexing I've done. My team's been done for a while because um, I know what needs to be done is this didn't. And then, you know, I went by the broadcast, not last night, but the one before, and I saw the team's makeup, and so I was, okay, I went ahead and just did it, and I know they got to do some more changes. And so, <clears throat> you know, then I just do small little changes. I write little notes so that when it's time, when June 4th comes, every once and everything, I know not to do some things over again because I got a checklist that I have on what I've done already. So, yep. Awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll send you that. Now, Sorry, go ahead. So, do you want me to send you that information on a message in Slack? Uh, yeah. It was that file that you sent me, right? The spreadsheet? Say it again. Wasn't it, wasn't it a uh, spreadsheet that you uh, sent me? The list yeah, of all the players? Yeah, I sent you a list of our rookies, which I think I already got you that. Uh, if anybody who's a human player or on the team picked any of those numbers, 
uh, you'll be able to look at it and so forth, because I know we just signed Watkins. If there's anybody on the generic list that has uh, 26, we'll have to change that. And we got Majesty, so if there's a generic with 95, we'll need to change that. Outside That's of that, fine. That's good. And then we ain't making no more changes to that. And the only other thing I wanted to do, like I said, was for my individual player. I'll send you that information because I already know what I want to do with it. So, yeah, I'll probably get you that information when I get off of this call. And then you'll have That's that, and then you can do that when you want. So, yeah. That's fine. Just send me the, um, just, just type that info in, and then it'll be changed. Because what's going to happen is Camel myself is going to run a bunch of games online, and then, you know, I'm going to say, do you see any issues with your team? So I know people want their teams to be on point because, you know, I would want the same thing too. If someone was doing the job for me and, you know, I want my team looking looking good. I want my socks right. I want my all my shoes right. So, yeah. So that's why I don't get offended when guys say, well, well you know, hey, I, I'll, I'll be the same way. So, yeah, no problems. Yeah, just send me a note, and it'll be taken care of. Yep, just send it. <laughs> send it to you in a message. Alrighty. Yeah, I see it just came up. Awesome. And like I said, I don't know if those are doable. If they are, cool. If not, well, then tough on me. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm doing Queen City's... Uh, he he wanted a subtle uniform change, so I just changed his numbers for his number colors for him. Other than other than that, I'm gonna need sunglasses for the sixty inch screen TV. These green are so bright. <laughs> nice. I offered about an hour ago. Offered, what about some what about a black alternate uniform? And he was like, Nah, not interested. I said, Okay. Here's something I want to ask you, because I found this to be curious. Uh, when I went and I watched, listened to our old show back, we was talking about what uniforms would you love to change? You said, oh, you want Cam to get mad at me. And the one that you picked was OKC. Well, they have gone and done that on their own. Have you gotten a chance to look at it yet? No, I haven't. I haven't looked at it. People ask me, "Was I created uniform?" I said, "No." I said, "No one's ever approached me," and I was like, "I don't think Sim's doing it either." Because he's last I talked to him about it, he said that no one approached him about doing it. So I don't know what's going on. I heard he got like red skin, navy blue. That's all I heard. Which the Marlins um, already have uh, red skin colors, so that that kind of kills it. But. That's that is somewhat of an image. I actually had an image of it. Okay, let me last see this. Let me look at it for one second. Let's see. That's the best. Those are the two images I've got, and I'll put them in there for you so you can see them. <laughs> I like the helmet. 
it might work just by looking at it. You know, it, it might work that blue. I look at it. Yeah. It might look better in the game. Yeah. Like, I don't like the steel photos of our uniform like that, but they look better in the game. Right. And I'm going to let you know now, I don't have the uh, capture card like I'd like. And uh, if I can't get somebody to punch in the code for me to get you a good, clear image of the code, I might just have to send that shit to you in text if there are any other uniforms we might add later. Well, just use your cell phone. Your cell phone picture is good enough. Uh, I can show you an make example. Sure you make sure it's like. nice and wiped off because someone who, who shouldn't even be sending me code sent me a picture of code uh, the other day through a text message and man, like they had Vaseline on the phone. I can't even see it, Barrett Harley. What the hell? I said, what the hell, what the hell are you doing with your phone? He said Vaseline. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can send you a code. And if it comes through clear for you, then cool. Because I have a couple we was looking at. And I can actually do that as we speak. Because like I said, my phone's shitty. It's, it's bad. It's just a cheap, like, $20 LG phone through Net10. Because I don't need cell phones like that. I'm not one of those people. When I'm not home, I don't want to be bothered, basically. But I can send you it, and if you say it looks clear enough, well then, cool. It looks clear enough, and then I know I can use it. But I'll just give you a sample. Because I don't know how to read all the letters properly. That's the issue. So I'm going to send you it now, like I said. Really like I said, man, deadline. The deadline is uh, the twenty. Is, is the fourth? But you know, like I say, you know, whatever you need to send, just send it. Uh, PM me. Better yet, we might have to. You might have to start p uh, emailing me those pictures because apparently we're getting low on the space on um on Slack. I know I deleted some things, but yeah, we're getting low the, the storage. You know, I thought it was paid for, but I, I didn't know it was free. I thought maybe Cam was coming out of his pocket for slack, but apparently not. So, you know. Yeah. See, that's how crappy my pictures are. But if you can see that, then okay. Let me look at it here. Four S five M C eight D X. Yeah, I got it. I, I can get that. It's a little blurry, but I can I can get it. Yeah, the most blurry part is at the bottom, and it's a capital C K X. That's lowercase Y E U V. But yeah, that's the thing that gets the most blurred for me. Y E U V. Okay, did you have your flash on or something? Nope. It's just that it's that bad of a phone. Uh, Although my best bet might be to take a picture like when it's completely dark and I turn everything off but the TV. Those seem to come out the best that way. Now, what uniforms are these? Because you, I thought you gave me those your two already. Yeah, that right there would probably be the third. Okay. Yeah, that code I just sent him, Ed, was the grays. You wanted that uniform? Oh yeah. Then that one counts if you can see it. That would be the third. All right, then I'll put it in a few minutes. Trying uh, to send Quinn City adjustments. Sweet. 
we still have everybody on the call with us? Because everybody's being quiet and being very polite to what's going on. I like it. Yeah, they're still all on. Awesome. Still all on so. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Uh, wait, I was thinking about uh, since league is, like, what would – I saw it whenever I was watching in the second half of the season. It seems like running backs have a lot of success in this league. So, does that, like, put a – like maybe high? Do you think the running back would be more or important than maybe so nope. passing aspects? If you were like building a team around that, or do you feel that it would be an even match? Because in NFL uh, we see very pass-heavy teams, but in SFL, I'll, I'll say this: as a one-year player last year, I was in the league for the first time last year, and this is my experience in this league. The player and what playing positions you get. To me, it does not matter as long as the team wants to make that particular position the focal point. And that's my look. So every position can matter just as much as any other to me. If you, you know, you build your team around that individual position. If that makes sense to you. Yeah. You know, I mean, you look around the teams last year. I know you can't get into the stat book right now because it's not up. But if you could, you could see that some teams didn't have a running game. Some teams didn't really have a passing game. Some teams were really balanced. Some teams' tight ends meant a whole lot more to others. It was just all a matter of the team philosophy and playbook. I ended up playing on a team. My running back was a rookie from Minneapolis. I didn't have the greatest big running yards, but I still went over 1,000 yards. But I led the league in receptions with 131 and had like 800 yards receiving or whatever it was. So... I mean, it was just the philosophy of the team. But my running back still ended up being gold value in the off season because I was utilized in a passing offense. And this is a guy who made rules get changed in the league. <laughs> and Destro knows all about that. He made them change the rules because his offense a couple seasons ago was nothing but passes. He didn't have no runs in the playbook. So they changed the rules. Because of his offense, he had to have 25% run-pass ratio, whichever way you want to do it, which makes it funny. So, yeah, and I'll, I'll say this on the end. I know everybody will say this with me. Uh, any team approaches you about any possible position, any possible tier, don't worry about the tier. That I'm, I can't emphasize enough. And, Destro, you know this for a fact. You had Joey Falcone. As if I'm not mistaken, a one ability bronze last season, and he, by market value, had the best overall performance for the season out of all linebackers in the league. He was the best one ability bronze because he was utilized properly. All he had was all he had was coverage. <clears throat> That's right. it. See, used properly, one ability ended up being the best linebacker in the league overall. So, because I know some guys approached me and said, yeah, I'm interested in playing in the Sharks. What do you have? And I give them what's available. And you can tell that some guys get distant right away when I mention the word bronze. And it's like, okay, they're backing off of me because I only have bronze at the moment. If that's all they want to be a gold or a silver, they're limiting their options. Like me, when I was in the draft, I had no expectations. I didn't even know if I was going to get drafted as a running back. <laughs> But I ended up getting drafted as a running back and a gold second overall, and I was like, whoa. I was shocked. 
So I was happy that that happened, and I couldn't have been happier, and it worked out well, you know, for my player. But I'd have been just as happy if I was ended up being a bronze and went in the last round because you just got to hope the team that picks you uses you right. Whatever ability or abilities you get, whatever position you are, you know, you just got to hope you get with a team that knows what they're doing. And I won't say that the Sharks know what they're doing because we're first-year owners, but we're going to do our best. And I've learned under some good guys, so hopefully it'll work out for us. <laughs> and to add on, and to add on to that, go back to season five. You had us, you had my team, and you had the Santa Fe Gorillas. They were we were the first ever to have bronze quarterbacks, and everybody else always had a gold or silver. People looked at us like, "Why are you having a bronze quarterback?" I'm like, "Well." All I want him to do is hand the ball off anyway. Why am I waste on the gold or silver? Just hand the ball off and call it a day and and watch the player play. He had the best seats in the house. And so then what happened in the championship game? The only two teams with the bronze quarterbacks were to face each other in the championship game. Yep. I had one ability, quick release. Ramos and his quarterback had one ability. It was leadership. That's it. And that was a that was the last season before we started Haxon. So it was basically, you know, uh five abilities for a gold, uh two for a silver and one for a um for a bronze. And so, you know, that's that's what happened. You had two bronze quarterbacks battling each other in the championship game. So it goes by utilized because I've done this before, but not my, my first season. Because we weren't hexing, but I was I built a hex team in simulation mode against my squad. I had all eleven guys go against my my squad and my team was beating them and competing. There you go. I purposely jacked the players up. So that they can get interceptions easy, they can get tackle easy, and all that, and we were still winning. So it goes by what you do. You know, it's all about it's playing chess. That's what it is. Uh, my next question, or my next question, is, uh, I guess for that other Mister Wait or Wavy, are you still in here? Yes, I am, sir. Okay, so you said you're going to be you're coming in as a quarterback, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, if you had, like, an ideal situation, like, what type of quarterback would you like to be? Like, what kind of quarterback would you want your player to be? Mm, like a Russell Wilson type. Mm. A leader, you know what I mean? You have to have family ability huh? and, and, and uh, agility. I'm not as – I don't – like, the running, the speed, you know, I'm not worried that – Russell Wilson's not the fastest quarterback. He just knows when to put a little shake on, when to get down. It's more of his leadership. It's more how he always finds a way to win the game or to put his team in position to win the game. I just love those abilities right there. And I'm, I'm a 49er fan, so you know what I mean? It's just nothing but respect for that man. Yeah. Nice. I think the closest we had to Russell Wilson last year might have been Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is that he didn't. What's funny is he didn't. He didn't have this scrambling ability. It was uh, Skeletor P. 
P. I call him P. Punk, P. Funk. Excuse me. You know, <laughs> now that was that was on accident. I didn't mean to do that. That was on accident. But uh, but yeah, he yeah he was the only one who had a scrambling ability because the way we said in the league is if if you if you have the scrambling ability, your speed Man. is automatically adjusted to seventy. When all quarterbacks, no matter what tier, their speeds are set at 50. We made it to where, you know, inside the editor, if you have the scrambling ability, not only is your speed adjusted to 70, but also there's a setting in each player. And basically it's like the tendency for quarterback to, to how often they're going to scramble. And with most quarterbacks, like your pockets are like 30 and 50. Your scramblers, depending on what type of scrambler, are 60, 70, 80, and 90. And so we have a set towards 70 to where your quarterback is most likely to take off more than anybody else. I want to say this so Ed gets a smile on his face. When we think about the scrambling quarterbacks in the league, you put up the yards to compare to Russell Nelson, Daniel Garcia and Funk, I would agree, would probably be the first two. But Ed's player, Dwayne Drew, actually led the league in rushing for all quarterbacks. <laughs> yes, he did. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'd have never, I would have never thought that, but he did. He sure did, and and you wouldn't have realized he did it because nope. he didn't take off that much. It's just when he did, he got a lot of damn yards. Where a guy like Daniel Garcia seemed to be running out of that damn pocket every other play. Yeah, and that's not what I'm going for. I'm trying to stay in the pocket as long as I can, and you know, if, if that run is there and I can get that first down, then you know, and I can keep that drive alive, that's what we're going for. You know what I mean? But if I could throw that ball, that's what I want to use. I'm a quarterback, not a running back. Right. Good answer. Good answer. Got to find the right team, and somebody I'm sure is going to have that same thought. Yeah. Well, like I said, um, a couple of teams have showed interest in me, and um, there's uh, one particular team that I showed interest in back. You know I mean? If they don't pick me, like I said, I will make them pay. But you know, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't see them making that wrong decision. I, I really don't. You know what I mean? If they want Alex Smith, then they could go draft somebody. But they got Aaron Rodgers in their hands, so right. That's gonna be the fun part about this league. Mm-hmm. I love, I love having fun in a in a friendly little little uh, snack talk. It never hurt anybody. So while we ask this question to Mike, he had that good question about your quarterback. So, Mike, what type of wide receiver are you looking to be? Because I know wide receiver is your number one choice, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And for that answer, I probably have to say I love the exciting guys that get out there. Probably like Sean Jackson sort of type. Um, someone quick and you're looking for those downfield passes where you can burn someone off the – burning cornerbacks basically to make it happen. I know this is like something that I want to incorporate in there just because I was playing off-road football and then just went up to someone and they dropped it. That's something I couldn't stand happening to me so many times. So I probably want to incorporate soft hands and abilities, but speed is my main focus. There you go. Speed and more speed. I like it. Also, being a lineman, just running this in here, and that's not something I deal with a lot, so might as well have my SFL guy. 
Well, so far I like what I hear. Good stuff. Yep. Is there any yep. other owners that uh, have any questions for us? No, nah, unfortunately, I came unprepared. I didn't have any questions for you, so my apologies. Like oh, I said, I, right. just, I, just, I was I've been messing with this game all morning since seven thirty o'clock, and then I totally forgot about the show. And then I saw the you know the Slack came up on there, so I went ahead and decided to jump on. And I didn't think a lot of people would be on considering it's during the day, but I guess they're off just like me, so. <laughs> yeah, no work for me today, huh? <laughs> yep. So, that's it, guys. Enjoy. You'll have fun. You know, if you don't get picked up in the draft, you'll get picked up in free agency. Um, if you don't get picked up at all, then, you know, just you'll get picked up. Just just be vigilant and <laughs> Contact uh just, just constantly talk to owners, just you know, put the put put you know, get your name in their ears and so they don't forget about you. That's what a couple of guys did to me. I mean they were constantly uh texting me and which I didn't mind. I mean, you know, it was just a little buzz on my phone, that's it. And it's like a text message, you know, just read it and you just respond back. But yeah, this it's just like it's like being out in the real world and trying to apply for a job, man. Constantly get your get your name out there. So do you yeah, want to go on agent, I have my agent working the lines. You know, he's hitting up all the owners and getting me out there. There you go. Got to get the Jerry Maguire on, you know. Agent is there. Get him to show you the money, huh? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm more of a, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show the team. I'm gonna, if the team believes in me, I'm going to show them the championship. Wow. Wow. That's I a bold statement right there. Hey, you know, there's a, there's one player that we look up to the, in the league, or there's a lot of players that we look up to in the league, but at my position, you know, he set the bar high. That's Mr. Uh, Minnesota. It's Rocco, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not, nothing but the oh. utmost respect for that man, you know what I mean? So we're just trying to follow in his footsteps. Some big footsteps. Yes, sir. Uh-huh. We had some big feet. <laughs> Nice. Things play out. I might be catching passes for you eventually then, too. Yeah. Mm. I'm just seeing how they're catching Nile Crocodile down in Miami. That shit is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What is going on in the world? Oh, speaking of crazy, my man sent me a picture. It said nothing to do with the SFL, but I got to share it. sent me a picture. It said, when you see this locked up, get the hell out of your town because you're in a bad area. And that shit showed Kool-Aid locked up. Uh. Kool-Aid. I was like, are you serious? Don't worry about that. I don't don't, don't drink Kool-Aid anymore. I haven't drank Kool-Aid in years. Couldn't remember last time I had a glass of Kool-Aid. I think I drink it every other day. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wow! Dad drank it so much as a kid, I got tired of it. So, yeah, I couldn't tell you last time I had a glass of Kool Aid. Yeah, it's kind of hard to drink Kool Aid when Dad going. It's easy to get a bottle of soda. So, 
Yeah. That's true. Wow. So rookies, guys are online. You got any questions for? I don't know. Me, probably not. But just wondering. So I'm gonna get off here in a little bit. I gotta get ready, and I gotta pick my daughter from school at three o'clock. So, do you, uh, you have any questions or anything, or what to expect? No, I or? wanna. I wanna thank you uh, for your time for calling in, and I know you didn't have too many questions lined up for us, but I'm glad you you were uh, quick on the spot. You know what I mean? It's kind of like me in the pocket. You know what I mean? Making it happen. Hey, yeah. Uh, you got to do what you got to do, you know. That's just, you know, like I said, no problem. Like I said, I'm, I'm always around. You can slack me. I don't even sound right, slack me. Well, basically, messing me over <laughs> slack, uh, you know, email me. I'm, I've got I got my own YouTube channel. You can send messages there, what have you. I've been active like I used to because, uh, you know, I'm new job, and I'm still you know, trying to find a place on the side of I'm going to live closer to my job or I'm going to stay here. I mean, I, there's a lot of stuff. Same with Cam. There's a lot of uncertainty with me, too, and that's why I'm, like, telling people. I'm not trying, I don't want to come across as being rude and demanding, but at the same time, it's like my time is limited because I want to knock stuff out now because I might be moving in June, too, again, after moving in, in April. So... So yeah, yes, my time is very limited. So, so I want to utilize every moment as I can. As I've been talking to you, I'm just, I'm just putting in work. I'm talking and putting in work at the same time. So there you go. Yep. Yeah, you enjoy it. these guys. They run the SFL uh, show. I mean, if they're gonna do it every Wednesday night, I won't be able to tune in because I'd be at work at three o'clock on Thursday mornings. So what I might do is go to bed early and wake up and catch the end of the show and talk on the way to work or something. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're trying to find a better, trying to find a good time to uh, get on the air so we can actually get more people. But I don't know what that's going to be. I I, I hate to say it, but so far, the afternoon has been the most active. Yeah, that's funny. Well, you got a lot of people be at work, right? Uh, well, I guess we're all a bunch of slackers, huh? Well, what was that, sir? I couldn't. Uh, you cut out. He said. He said. I guess. And, and you would think everybody be at work. I said. Well, it's because we all became a bunch of slackers. <laughs> yeah. Yes, well, pun was lucky, intended. Uh, I wanna, yeah, I got lucky to own my own business, so I get to make my own hours. You know what I mean? Well, that's yeah. lovely right there. That's lovely. Make your own schedule. Yeah, so, man, I'm really, I, like I said, is uh, I could watch as many games as, as, as possible, you know what I mean? I, I really like this. I'm glad you guys uh, let me come in and join you, and I'm really thankful. Yes, sir. I good. Good. And good stuff, because one thing about this league is that, you know, the door, like Cam said the season before, the doors are open. So it's like once you get attached to a team, it's like, okay, what if, uh, you know, what if, uh, okay, for example, let's say Team X, whatever, you know, say, because uh, once you're on that team, you'll be in that private chat room with them, and you never know. They might ask for your feedback or something. Uh, I know I will. That's my intention because I know this season – I won't say I would be aloof. I don't want to use that word. I think I'd be probably more hands off because I, I I just basically want to be a real owner. 
you know, and I just want to have it to where I have the coordinator, they do what they, they do their thing, defense coordinator, offensive coordinator, anybody else will sit down, listen, we'll talk things out, and then we'll come to the decision, okay, it's the place we want to run, there you go. But, you know, it's kind of like my role, I want to be more administrative. So, and – Cause that's what that you know. Cause I work in the I work in a restaurant business. I'm a restaurant manager, and that's just what I do. I mean, you know, you treat, you teach, show, train, develop, and then you let them do their thing, and you ease back. You jump in when they need the help, but then you jump back out when everything's good, and you let them do the work, and you let them run the run the business. That's basically what I'm gonna do this season with the Dragons. Because you never know, there might be a time to where, as you know what. I got, I'm so busy, got other stuff going on. I got to walk away. I'll just come around when it's come, when it comes time to program stuff. But, you know, during the season, maybe Tom say, you know what? Somebody else need to run the team. You never know. So, it's kind of like passing the torch. <laughs> so. Gotta love it. Just hope you go on a team that got some decent uniforms, though. You don't want to walk on the field and like hot garbage on a cold day. <laughs> man, I'm going to tell you what, man. If I have the ugliest in the uniforms, I'm going to make them look pretty. All right. Welcome to OKC. No. I want to see him on the field. I want to see the new one. I like what I just saw a minute ago, but I, I want to see him in action. Yes. Got to see soon, him in action. As soon as I see him in that code, I'm going to punch it in, put it in the editor, and then I'm going to blow it up on the Xbox. I'm going to run a sim game and I'll watch a quarter and see how they look. There you go. That's so why I tell people when they design uniforms, I say, you can't just go in the editor and design uniforms and, nope, I'm done. No, nah, you got to go on the field. You got to make sure it's the sunlight and you got to see how they look and then do it at night game because this game will play tricks. Because especially with colors like gold and red and blue, you can't use the same gold on your helmet as you do on your uniforms. You got to use different gold to make it match. Because if you don't, you know, you're going to have a bright yellow helmet that's supposed to be gold, but it's not. It just doesn't, this is how, the game takes into account the lights in the stadium and the sunlight. You know, I designed uniforms for Ronnie for the Vipers. And the gold I use on, on the jersey and pants are different than the golds on the helmet. When you look at it, you you think it's the same color, but it's not. It's a different gold. So. Yep. I just now realize we've been on the air just about two hours. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Two hours ain't nothing. We usually go, what, four or five, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Time flies when you're talking football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, these shows will get longer and more in-depth once the season gets going. There's no question. Yeah. Right now we just search for things to talk about. Yeah, I've already watched the prior uh, broadcast. Is, is it uh, Rodney, the OG? Is that is that his name? Did I get that right? Or He called in last week on the last episode, was talking to Cam. Said Rodney? he has his voice. Yeah, Ronnie. Sorry about that, Ronnie. <laughs> How's it going, my man? I know you out there. Yeah, that's old school retired. He's a retired postal worker. So you better watch out. Don't make a mad. Now I'm just playing. Anyhow, you know, <laughs> but yeah, he's 
But yeah, he, he's retired. He's a, I think, a deacon at his church. He's in his, I think, 63, 64. So yeah, the age of the league is all over. All right, all right. I like that. I think he's 60 some. TJ on the crab, he's 53, 54. I'll be 40 in November. Uh, so, yeah, we'll be, yeah, we're all over the place. You got Ramos Lynn who owns the, the Santa Fe team. He's only 18, 19 years old. Oh, we got a little Theo Epstein, huh? No, I mean, he, and he's from Mexico. He's, he lives in Mexico. So, you know, he's not a second generation, none of that. He's, he currently lives in Mexico. Okay. So, yeah. And you know you're old when you had to pull the calculator out to remember what age it was going to be this summer. <laughs> I just literally wow. had to do that. And I said, how old am I going to be again? Mm-hmm. Let me add that out. <laughs> yeah, but you ain't going to be that old. Need that. I just know when you wake up every morning and you feel the pains in your knee, that tells you how old you're getting or that you're getting older. I've been feeling them for about four years. I hate that, the truth. I'm going to be four, 43. And every morning it's a struggle to get up anymore because my knees are shot. All those all those helmet shots, all those helmet shots, they they wear and tear. Yeah. yeah, that's what the doctors told me back when we played ball in high school and everything. You know, you're gonna suffer as you get older. I said, I don't care. I'm having fun now, Doc. <laughs> I wish yeah. I would listen. Mm-hmm. You know, many years ago, I was at the local mall and saw Joe Jacoby. He's played for the Redskins, and he was he was doing cherry thing going to the mall. And I saw him, and he started walking. It was sad. It was just like, oh, like it was dude being a beast, you know, manhandling dudes on the field. And you see him, this dude could barely walk. He got a cane. It's like, like reality. Like when you see him off the field, you know. Yep. Yeah, very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I like it. Okay, that was random. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, I like it, okay. <laughs> yeah, we wanna, what are you looking at? Ramos just posted in the in the chat that he'll be 19 in August. There you go. I'll be 19 in September. He's legal to drink, too. It's 18 down or 16. He can drink, so he's good. <laughs> in California, they just have oh, cigarettes yeah. and tobacco to 21. Well. Okay. Rainbow, since you're listening, uh, let me know about those uniforms. You getting new uniforms? Are you going with the old ones from last season? Let me know, please. Be a slack. <laughs> Got to utilize slack. Oh, yeah, now, now another question just popped in my head. What do you guys think of slack? Since we've been using it for, what, almost uh, two months? I think that's a awesome little website, you know what I mean? It is a... It's, you know, they got the little different titles at the top. So, you know, you have your discussion and then, you know, it's a little uh, tricky to, to switch up every time. Just, you know what I mean? But once you get the hang of it, it's pretty cool. 
I'll tell you this. I got the most low-tech track phone there is to man, and Slack works fine on that, so I'm happy with it. As long as something runs on this phone of mine, I'll be happy with it. Good stuff. I know Slack for me at first. I was like, man, because I'm like Facebook. I'm, like, I'm on Facebook all the time. I don't want, I don't want another app I got to download my phone. I mean, I got to leave something else because this phone's old. And I'm thinking, man, I already had the hashtag. I was already hating on it before I even used it. I was like, I'm going to make a hashtag called Slack is Whack. So I don't want to do this <laughs> You already had hate on his mind. <laughs> so I'm just like, man, I said, let me go try this thing. You know how it is. You don't want to try anything new. You're used to something. Like, I was like, what the heck? What's wrong with Facebook? Just everyone, everybody and their mama's on Facebook. So let's go ahead and just use Facebook. But then as I got, you know, but I didn't look at the, I wasn't looking at the grand scheme of things, the bigger picture. And then, you know, when the fact you can trade files and then the, the picture, the uniform code, all the things that were benefiting me. I wasn't. I didn't foresee all that, but then once I'm being told, oh, because I never heard of it, and once I was told about what it can do, and then, you know, people can contact you, and it's right there on your phone. It's pretty much like a text message. Then I was like, you know what, this thing, it's it's a nice tool, especially the stuff I had to do. You can just talk to people. You can send things instantly, you know. Because you can do it on Facebook too, but then it's it's, it's a little more faster. On Slack, so I was like, you know what, this thing, this thing's nice. Uh, Ramos said he will be sending you a message on Slack, Destro. And, and, and Ramos don't use that super, super duper high being white on uniforms either. It's banned. I just banned it two seconds ago. <laughs> he said he's, uh, he said he's using. He says I'm using two different codes as main units. But I'll let you know in more detail in a few. All right. That'll work. And I'm an effing problem posted. Uh, Slack is much better than Facebook. And I have to agree, I don't even get on Facebook hardly anymore. Well, at least you don't worry about, you know, some females trying to holler at you, knowing you got a girl, but they're still trying to give you the butt. Or slack, that's one vantage. <laughs> you know? So women you haven't seen in years, all of a sudden, you know, I don't, we're in daytime, so I'm giving you the edited version, you know, they the clean version, you know, they basically come on, they wanna holler at you and stuff. It's like, come on now, you know, it says I'm in a relationship with this person, yet you trying to spit game. So, yeah. That's a good thing about having Slack or Facebook. But they both serve their purpose. You know, Facebook is what it is. You can go there and, you know, post what you what's on your mind. And I mean, Slack, you do the same thing. But Slack, for me, is more SFL business. Yeah. Well, I guess you missed our intro when, when the show started, huh, Destro? Yeah, I told you I was forty-five minutes late. Did our uh, I want to make sure if it came out right. I didn't know if it did or not. Well, what, yeah, what did uh, what did it say? What'd you say? Uh, give me a second. I can replay it for you. It don't matter. Have a nice little listen to it. It should be playing in a second. Welcome back. <laughs> 
to another episode of Inside the SFL with your hosts, Ed Big Dog Ritter and Doug Joker Bucks. Get ready to hear from special guests and get the latest news, stats, team reports, and all things SFL. Ed and Doug bring their unique style and humor to every show. So get ready, call in, participate in the chat. We are ready to get inside the SFL. There you go. Hey, that, that works. That works. That's yeah. perfect. I think it's very like factual. Any other thing you see on, that you hear on uh, that you hear on the radio? And uh, for the usual, we can thank TJ for that. He put it together for us. Yeah, I had a feeling I was gonna ask you to TJ to do that for you because that voice sounded like, yeah, he's gotten that guy to do the voiceover before. Good stuff. I thought he hit everything right on too. The comic stuff and the factuals and the chat and the discussions. Yeah, I couldn't have been happier with it. So yeah, that's I mean, we'll start we always talk about SFL, but then you know. Sometimes the show goes, takes a left turn, and, you know, but it's all good. We always find our way back to, back, you know, back on subject. Yeah. A left turn, heck, we leave the planet at times. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I was talking about little squares of toilet paper and how no one uses one square at a time to wipe their ass once. <laughs> <laughs> so, and how, how I still find it disturbing that, a Kleenex is bigger than one little square of tissue for your ass. I mean, I'm still confused by that. You know, but it is what it is. So, yeah. So the the statement of we take a left turn, we leave the planet. Yeah, I'd agree. Well, uh, but but okay, it's all man. done in fun, though. <laughs> I'm gonna thanks for having me on. I'm gonna talk. I will see you all next Monday. At the draft. Uh, thanks for having me on again. Great time talking to everybody. I bet you be safe. All right. All right. Thank you, man. the draft. Thank you. Man. All I know is it's getting hot anymore. When you sit in the room what? and it's getting so hot, you feel like you're starting to sweat. Yeah. It's either time to put the air conditioner in or lose some weight. Maybe a little bit of both? Maybe. But good love. Jeez. It's been raining almost every day down here. I assume it's up your way, too. Oh, we had rain yesterday, briefly, and then it was raining all day the day before. But right now, it's probably 83 degrees out there. Yeah, it's same here, yeah. i go out here and deal with this. Yep. Totally right. Man. Yeah, I told the wife, I said, I'm going to put the air conditioner in, check the weather channel, just see how hot it was, and it's going to be like mid-80s all week, and then it's like, damn, it's crazy. Because you're in, you're in Lancaster, right? You there? I don't know where they went. Uh, hello, you huh? hear me? What happened? Doug, you still there? I don't know where he went. I'm here. Oh, there oh he okay. Yeah, my 
my phone was like fuzzing out for me for a second. I was changing the connection, at the, what you call it, and hit the noise reduction. That's what it was. I figured the weather would be similar since, you know, you only, I won't say a few miles, but you're up about 70, 80 miles from where I'm at, so the weather's probably about the same. For the most part. Yep. I think one of these days we should the guys who who live kind of like to affect each other. Whoa. Is that mine or somebody else? Up. Breaking up. No, he was breaking up on mine too. What is? Let me get closer. Hold on. Can you hear me now? That's yeah, clear. Uh, what I was saying was that I think the guys who are part of SFL who live near each other, I think we should have a central point, just meet up and kind of, I don't know, go to bar, chill, and do, you know, fellowship, what have you. I was thinking that the other day. I was like, I never met TJ, and TJ is only about a little over an hour to my to to the east of me. Yeah, TJ, TJ hit me up on Slack, probably maybe a week or two ago, and said. I was up your way yesterday, and I was like, you were? <laughs> he said, yeah, because uh, him and the wife come up here to where I'm at, and they go shopping at some of the stores. And I was like, wow, and the store he went to with the wife, I could probably get to in 15, 20 minutes, tops. I know his wife's hometown is 20 minutes west of here, and when I lived in Pennsylvania, it was about 45 minutes south, but... I mean, it never happened, so <laughs> TJ keeps a low profile. You notice, you know, he doesn't have a profile pic. I was teasing him a while ago. I was saying, I was like, yeah, because he was asking about coaches because you can select your own coaches in the in the league. And I was like, well, I'm, I'm picking coaches according to what they look like in real life, but I can't do yours because no one knows what you look like. <laughs> he just got a kick out of that. So, so you know, maybe maybe one of these weeks, uh, I'll get all you guys to come up here to where I'm at and catch a catch one of the high school football games I'm involved with. That'll work because you're in Lancaster. I got peoples in York. York Lancaster is what twenty five miles west of York, east yeah, of York. You get, if you get on Route 30 and take Route 30 just from Lancaster to York, it's like 40 minutes max. Yeah, that's how I get to York. I take 15 north and take 30 from Gettysburg and take over to York. Yep. I've been to Lancaster before. I've been in that Dutch – not Dutch. Uh, that is a hotel right across the street from Dutch Lancaster Wonderland. Host. It's a Lancaster well, host is, resort. Yeah, it was a big one. It was. We had a meeting, a job I worked at back yep. 10, 11 years ago. It was at that, yeah, been that hotel. Yeah, that'd be the one. That's the one that does it. That's where we hold all our wrestling events. Okay. I remember the place being, it was a big place, as I remember. Yep, they've had a lot of people perform in there. A lot of people perform in there. Like comedy, uh, music, the wrestling. Uh, what's his name? The uh, one who did all the parody songs. I can never remember his name. Uh, what the hell's that man's name? Weird Al. Weird Al oh, Yankovic. Okay. He, he's performed at the host probably more times than I can count. 
But yeah. Mm. And we got the wrestling in there. And got a wrestling show this weekend actually. That's what happened the night uh Oklahoma City played Houston and I wasn't in the game and I wasn't there because we had a wrestling show. I had to come home and watch the replay. I wasn't even done with the replay and Mike was blowing my phone up. He was so excited. <laughs> Hold on, I scratched that. I was I was in that area a few months ago, back in October. I'm just I don't think about it because I was in that. There's an avenue. What's it called? Lettuce, 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 whatever it is. Lettuce. Lettuce. That's it. Lettuce. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Because someone who went to Shippensburg, who one of the students there, he was from the area. He called it that. Speaking of ship, because I know you worked there, uh, two, three of our kids who played football this year committed to Shippensburg last week. Well, I'm no longer there, man. I left there two months ago. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd share with you because I told you yeah. you got kids that go there all the time. Yeah. yeah. I know they, they started recruiting my hometown. I was like, I kept saying, I was telling the guys who knew the coach, I'm like, I don't know why, go to Maryland. I'm like, I mean, all that talent outside of D.C., I mean, go down there. Yeah, it's going to cost a little bit more for the scholarship, but, I mean, because I don't know if you probably heard, you keep out what, there's a school called Shepherd College in West Virginia, but it's only half an hour from here. And they get a lot of talent from Maryland, Virginia, West Virginia, and D.C., and it's like they were in the championship game uh, in Division 2A. And so, I'm sorry, Division 2, excuse me. And they lost, but they get a lot of talent. They were undefeated too. They get a lot of talent from um from the Maryland DC area, and it's like I was telling the guy Shippensburg, he's like, man, you gotta get these guys down here. And yeah, I know you want to take the Pennsylvania, but there's talent being skipped over in this area too. Now, I wanna since you keep mentioning college, it's making me think of something. Uh, I'm gonna mention it to you because you're normally the the one who does the work on this part, and that's the Hexton and getting the teams together. Uh. I actually got in this conversation, and I'm not going to say who in case he doesn't want to have his name mentioned, but uh, we were talking about the one thing the SFL could probably have, and we've had this conversation on this air before, that would really help separate it and make it something real special, is if we could have, quote-unquote, a college group, a college team, so to speak. Now, it's been mentioned about, you know, create a couple teams, put the rookies on the teams, or whatever. Now, let's just say, sake of argument, you created a rookie file and had four teams. Well, if five guys apply to be a running back, now the fifth guy, he's kind of left in the dark. So you kind of get limited on that. But if there was a way to get around it, you know, we was talking about it, and the one idea that was mentioned was, what if the rookie league were to quote-unquote happen, and all it is is just the teams, and the games just get recorded and aired. There's no need for graphics, there's no need for halftime shows, there's no need for Cam to call to action. Just simulate the game, record it, and post it. And then guys can see the talent perform and then force the rookie applicants to actually pick their own abilities. Now, some of them are going to be in the dark because some of them don't know the game as well as others. Like for me, I wasn't 100% sure on uh, abilities when I joined. Now, I think I got a decent grasp on it, not a actual one yet, but decent. And players' values could be, you know, affected based on the abilities that they select, 
based on their performance in these quote-unquote college games and how difficult it would be to put together like a 4-8-16 file and just put rookies on the field and run three, four games a team and then just post them on YouTube or whatever so owners can watch said players perform and pick who they want to draft based on visual performance. <clears throat> you know, just do basic. I would have an issue with it. It'd be easy hacks, actually. It'll be it'll be easy to hacks that. You know, and just do that, basic that, uniforms too. All white, all red, all black, whatever color you want to pick for that particular team. You know, nothing special. <laughs> well, even that's not. Easy. I mean, that's that's simple too. Now, here's the thing of the worry about. Okay, who's going to be in charge of keeping keeping uh, 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 stats? And who determines what system we're going to have in place to where this person is going to be better than that person? Which person market value is better than that? I mean, these are, you know, well, if you me, have people who are willing to put in the work, then to answer that, work. To answer that, here's how I would look at it. If owners, I think, honestly, I think if owners had the opportunity to watch a player perform before they pick them, they'd love that opportunity. So as far as that player's quote-unquote overall stats after three, four, five, six games, whatever it may be, simulated. I don't think they'd worry about the overall stat. They just want to see his performance. And as far as what's his value, I think his value, quote-unquote, coming out of the college system should be determined by the owner who's interested in him. So if you feel oh, he ain't worth but a fourth-round pick, and I were to say he's worth one, well, then that's what he is to me and that's what he is to you. It's up to us as owners to determine their value of when they should or shouldn't get picked coming into the league because the one thing that's driving me crazy is talking to these rookies and you get three or four of them who are interested in a position and it's like man which one do I pick you're going just on a hunch really and nothing more just based on a few chats on who to put on your team and these guys can tell you oh I'm going to be dedicated I'm not going to be dedicated I'm this I'm that whatever you're looking for depending on the owner but is his performance going to be up to par based on the abilities you and that player agree on together? But if you get to witness it on the field, now you might know a little more than what you're working with. That's what I'm saying. Say you went into the draft today with the number one pick and you needed a quarterback. And there's six teams on this college file. That's six quarterbacks for you to look at. When you watch it, you're like, man, there's six quarterbacks. This one's outperformed everybody else in those six weeks. Your hunch says pick him. So you would have picked him based on performance rather than a hunch. <laughs> and that's what I said. To right. do the quote-unquote college file, you make it absolutely positively as little work, as tiniest effort that's needed, just enough to watch a player perform with said picked abilities. That's a nice word. Right. I like that. Here's what I would say. I have to get off here because I to get ready and get cleaned up and then go pick my daughter up. But I will say this before I go is that, like I said, it, it, it's a great plan. Have I would have all the stuff written down. And then, uh, you know, I know you've already thought it out and obviously talked mm-hmm. to Cam, see his opinion about it. And if he says, hey, we can probably do something, I know that his plates are already full. You, he won't be able to, you know, invest the time that would be needed. But right. you can find some guys who are willing to do it and, and no half-ass and no half-stepping, none of, you know, with it. They're willing to be full-fledged. You know me. Just tell me you know what you need to be done. I'll do it. 
And it'll be, and like I said, it's just simple. I could probably knock it out in a day or a few hours. Yeah, the closest we thing, the closest we had to that last year, for example, was those that one like scrimmage game, if you will, the preseason game, and like Ashley Anderson just went crazy during that game, and everybody was like, "Wow, look at what he did in one quarter!" So he had hype on him based on a one quarter worth of performance, and he lived up to the hype. You know, and you take Darnell Black, he didn't really do too much in that scrimmage, but week one he lit it up better than anybody had in forever. You know, and that would just give us, like I said, that's the equivalent, if you will, of like watching a couple college games. You get to see a guy perform. That would work. Like I said, it sounds, like I said, it's, I don't know issues with it. It's just finding the people, the right people. That's the key word, right people, dedicated people to to do this and not half-ass it. Right. Cool. You know, that's the key right there. You get, you know, if you're no half-ass and they want to do it, put in the work, that's fine. I mean, you know, Cam has DAC stats to take care of, but that's that's money involved. Man, the stats should be, you know, it's only a few players. You should be able to do that by, you know, try the stats on your own. Yeah, you do that yeah. by hand. Write that down in a notebook somewhere. Keep stats, and we go from there. You incorporate that into the SFL. Hey, Dr. Sim designed uniforms, you know. You've got to have uniforms. I mean, some good, decent uniforms. I don't want to look like no bullshit on the field. But, yeah, <laughs> look good, you know, look good on, you know, look good and whatnot. And, yeah, we'll be, yeah it's, it, it worked. But, like I said, it's taught the can because it's his thing. And it's out of respect to see what he says. And then you go from there. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's simple. Yeah, you know, just, just off to what you said, and when I'm theorizing my head, yeah, you, you know, six teams, eight teams, using names, you know. Right. Yeah, it'd be easy, yeah, because you figure you can create 20 guys. I don't even have to really hex except for a booster of numbers up. I can make the numbers ref- – yeah, I wouldn't, have to, I wouldn't have to hex them. All I have to do is uh, create 20 guys on one roster file – what eight teams? You put what? The two or three guys on each team, or let's say six teams. You know, you can put like three or four guys. Divide right. twenty. What? What? Four times five is twenty. So you figure, you know, either every team will get three, or one team will get four, or somebody else get whatever it may be. It's not important, but you know, right. you can have those guys on the team along with the generics. You don't worry about touching generics. And right now, the only like I said, the only fallback, the only fallback is is positions like quarterback, or running back, where there's only one on the team. Once you get six, seven, eight applicants, then then you really can get no more at that position because there's no teams left to put a guy on unless he's the backup, and that's not fair to that that player. Yeah, he's be wasting time. Yep. So right. yeah, that's the only drawback. So you know, that's mm-hmm. when that's when you don't want to limit possible applicants. But at the same time, if it improves the overall draft product and, and the procedure, it's still worth looking at, in my opinion. Or do another roster file, do another roster file, another one, and just do the same thing. You know, yes. six to eight teams with 20 created players. I wouldn't have the hacks at all. There wouldn't be any hacks involved. It would be creating players and then, and boom, putting the bill. The only time I would have the hacks would be adding abilities that are more than the limitations of 
of uh, of the game because you only put one on the bronze, two on the silver, and five on the gold. But with the hexing, I'm just going there and just slap extra abilities and call it a day. So there you go. See, and then we can have the computer comment to commentate the the computer guys right. commentate the game. Right. That's the thing. I, to I wouldn't me, have to do any major hexing. Right. To me, the only work needs that would need to be done, and like I said, I, maybe I'm crazy, but to me, the only work that would need to be done is you just got to create the team itself, like uniform, get the players squared away, and then just somebody's got to start the game, make sure it's computer versus computer, run it. You don't even have to air these games live. You just run them and you upload them, and then we go watch them on our leisure. So you can either be on YouTube or you can do it on Twitch. I mean, that's right. what have you. Yeah, so if there's eight teams, you just got to run four games for the week, upload them, and then when the week's over, you run another four, and then maybe run three to five games total for the rookie players. That should be more than enough time, more than enough games to see a guy's performance. My opinion. Like I said, that, well, your, your opinion is, is, is spot on. Everything you're saying, it can be done. And like I said, the only drawback that I've come up with in my head is limiting – the amount of roster spots for guys to enter the league in. Like I said, eight teams, as soon as you get an eighth running back, nobody can sign up for running back anymore. And if we can, if that will work, and that's not going to be a big deal, I think we, we can have this work in the future. You know, I'm just trying to come up with ideas to help improve the overall product. Right, but you don't want to take away from the main product, which is the SFL either. Right. You know what I mean? It's yep. almost like... Uh, you remember when 2001, when WWE obtained ECW and WCW, and then he brought them in, and it was like watered-down version, didn't have Luger or Hall and Nash. It had mm-hmm. a bunch of guys who were good, but they weren't the big stars. And so right. all they had was Guerrero and whatnot. So and the thing is, Cater to a bunch of people, and of course they're going to cater to the WWE because they're the ones who won the Monday Night War. So, uh, and hell, I think I think like I said, maybe even two games would be plenty good. You know, you run eleven minute quarters, two games for each team. You know, like I said, when it comes into the draft, the one thing our draft misses is the hype around a guy being he's the legit number one pick because of you've seen what he did, quote unquote, in college. You know, because you had all the Carson Wentz golf hype coming into the draft and, and where Jalen Smith and uh, Miles going and all that, Miles Jack and everything. But with us, it's more like you're hyped more the more active you are, which is cool because that's still a bonus. You know, and like I said, maybe I'm talking out my ass with it, but to me, I just think it, it, it makes everything more interesting with the draft because you learn which guys are the most hype. Like I said, if I took all the preseason games that we ran last year, each team had a quarter, there's a select few players that really stood out to me that if those were draft prospects, those are the teams uh, players I would have jumped on. Some of them would have worked out. Some of them wouldn't have, just like in real life, which would have made everything a lot more interesting. Then draft picks, to me, become more valuable too. Right. So, yeah, those are things that, like I said, you come on, you know, and like I said, start talk, asking around and just, hey, Cam, this is what I got, a little theory I have, and, you know, it'd be something that could roll for a season, season eight or, you know, so. 
that's what I would say. Just have a plan, present it to him. Like I said, it sounds like I said it sounds like a pretty good uh, thing. And the only thing is, I'll be concerned with is will it take from the main SFL, which I doubt, you know. And but then are people willing to go on YouTube and watch watch these games, you know, or they want to go on Twitch because, you know, for example, me, I've got the game casual device, I can record it, put it on, either run it live on Twitch or record it, put it on a uh, on a uh, YouTube, you know, but. Who else has those devices? I think DeMond has it, but do a lot of people in the league have those devices to do it? It would have to be one person or two people doing it, having recorded, which ain't, ain't even really bad because you can usually just record the game. You know, the games, you figure 11-minute quarters, it's about a little over an hour, maybe an hour, hour 15 long. You can go set everything up, go to the store, get something I mean, to come back. I mean, has one. <laughs> okay. He, he just let us know in the chat. Where uh, you go? He, if he's telling us, I take it he'd be more willing to help. So that's cool. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, like you said, yep. would be the direction to go with Cam. Yep. So, all right, gentlemen, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get off this phone here. Thanks for having me on. As all, you know, it's a pleasure like always. They go over here, get cleaned up, and go pick my daughter up. So, like I said, if you have any questions, concerns, I'll call again on the next show, or you just hit me up on Slack. All right, buddy. You be All right. All right, you too, man. All right, Peace. sir. Uh, you have a nice. good day. Thanks nice for call. your time. Well, I know we're going yeah. on the hour and a half here, and I know, like me, you probably got to get things done before the kids get in the door, because I know I do. Oh, yes, sir. I have two to be walking in the door any minute, so. Yeah. Mine will be home in about an hour and a half, and that gives me enough time to clean the room and do the other things I got to do, which makes no sense that I clean everything up. Before they get home, and then they just mangle the hell out of it anyway, and I do it again. But at least I feel like it's clean. <laughs> All, right. All right, fellas. Well, you guys have a good day. I'll see you on Monday. All right. Good luck. Thanks for calling in, man. All right. Thank you, guys. You have a great one. You too. Don't mind the noise. I just dropped the phone. Wow. So. All right. Is there anything you wanted to close up with? Uh, just, uh, good luck to all the rookies. Uh, I appreciate that they've, you know, we've had a few call in the last couple of weeks, getting their names out there. Yeah. And I can't wait till the draft. It should be a fun time, you know. And I'll say it again, if whenever we can make a day happen to do shows, we will do shows. Owners, you want to do a show about the team, let us know. A couple have been lined up, nothing set yet. Um, so look for those episodes. Uh, yeah. yeah, don't be in the bathroom when Cam calls your name. Only for those of you, problem. for those of you who wondered what the hell I just said in the chat room, I'm an effing problem. Okay, which is a Quintus Shine linebacker, Queen City Corsairs. Last season, his play was a rookie. When Cameron Irvine, our beloved commissioner, announced him being a selection, he missed it. He was in the shitter. So his advice to you is don't be in a shitter when your name's Cub. <laughs> That's uh, probably one of the better draft stories that night. Oh, man. Well, yeah, that was pretty awesome. You know, everybody knows the Bo Davis story. That was pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Fun stuff, man. Fun stuff. All righty. got to get off here in a minute anyway. Just 
phone of mine is about to die. I need to charge it. Yep. So, so yes. Well, then, uh, thanks, everybody, who's called in. Thanks, everybody, who was in the chat. Uh, thanks, everybody, who listened to the playback. And keep an eye out on uh, Slack. We'll post the next episode information as soon as we have it. And then uh, as we get closer to the season, once we learn when the games will actually take place, we'll try to finalize a uh, night and time to get SFL back, inside the SFL back on a weekly basis like we had it last year. So all part of the plan. But in the meantime, again, thanks to everybody who was on the show, called in, and uh, we'll catch you all in the next time. All right. All right, everybody. Later. Later.